Welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens, an actual play podcast. Every episode microplot is a complete adventure with a beginning and an end that fits into the overarching macroplot of the whole season. Because they stand sturdily on their own, you can listen to these adventures in any order and can skip any you don't enjoy. Today, we are playing using the combat mechanics from a game called Welcome to the WWA, which uses the core microsystem. In this game, woodland creatures duke it out in a wrestling ring to become the greatest fighters around. How will the fire-breathing kittens possibly end up in a situation like this? If you're familiar with the season's episodes, you know that anything's possible. A bit of a disclaimer, it's our first time playing this game, so we probably won't do everything perfectly. If you enjoy these mechanics, you can find Welcome to the WWA on drivethroughrpg.com slash product slash 333-538 and the core microsystem using the same URL, but replace the product number with 323467. That's drivethrough, T-H-R-U-R-P-G.com. Build your own Welcome to the WWA character and play a game with friends. Speaking of friends, today... We are joined by Ava. Hello, y'all. My name is Avarice H, but you can call me Ava. So, um, Ava is a Cambian, about five foot two, maybe ninety pounds at most, with uh, black and white hair, red eyes, purple skin, and a pair of golden horns. Usually keeps hidden by a hat, and she wears goth cowgirl clothes. And she's got two little dragons: one black suited dragon named Penny, and a stained glass dragon named Ava. Uh, Named Malum. <laughs> His name is Malum, not Ava. Her name is Ava. <laughs> and she also has wings. Big pair of crimson and black wings. All right. Then we have Ignatius. Good evening. I am a uh, two foot six inch tall gnome with uh, thick black sideburns and a handlebar mustache dressed uh, to the nines with a uh, tailored black suit. And today I'm wearing a lavender vest and matching cravat. And we have Errol. Yes, uh, hello. Uh, yes, uh, I am wearing a large wide-brimmed hat uh, with a large feather in it. I am a four-foot-tall halfling. Uh, I have a burn scar on the right side of my face, as well as an eye patch over my right eye, a puffy white shirt, gold rings on my fingers, and a pair of new shiny boots. Um, currently, uh, I am looking at a contract that I had just written up with a Jester's Guild that we had recently encountered. That's neat. Thank you. Hmm. The core microsystem is designed to mold into whatever you like, so for this episode, I've made a mystery. To save time for mystery solving, I'm going to speed things along. Ava, Ignatius, and Errol, you've already met the Guild Hall, accepted the job, and are on your way. You're holding on to a job notice. It reads, Hello there, brave adventurers! I need your help! Or more like, someone else needs your help. They need experienced fighters to enter a wrestling association to handle an incident. If you're interested, meet me in my garage, Bixby's Garage, over there by Nicomoy Community College. Signed, Bixby Cockratung. You arrive at Bixby's Garage. It's a sizable maintenance shop with large bay doors opening up to a tarmac road. The smell of gasoline fills the air. A faint beep-beep can be heard in the distance. A rapidly approaching trail of smoke appears down the road. You can't make out what it is. Beep, beep. Is it a race car? Beep, beep. No, it's a roadrunner. Just as it seems like it's going to run right into you, it takes a sharp turn into the garage. <laughs> okay, uh, interesting. So um, I, I go to Nicomoy Community College part-time. I'm like a student there, study detective work. 
and private investigation stuff. Do I know of this Pixabee? Or have I heard of them before? Or this garage? Oh, I know who Bixby is. Uh, the last time we encountered one another, uh, there was street racing in Nicomore, and I got turned into a raccoon along with some other companion of ours. Perhaps you've heard of the Trickamore Drift. Oh, so that's what that was. Um, Indeed. Ah, so Pixabee's... He turned you into raccoon, he said? Yes, Bixby is a frog fella who... Uh, is very skilled at transformation. In fact, mm. Bixby was um, a former college professor at the community college. Hmm. So you've heard of his name. I see. Um, you said former. Why? Why is it? Why doesn't he work there anymore? He's would, retired. Would, uh, He's an old guy. Oh, okay. Old man. Ah, I see. He okay. he spends his days now working on maintenance and vehicles and gadgets and whatnot. And crazy experiments. You've heard many stories of his crazy endeavors. So I'm curious about this Roadrunner. Does it seem to be being chased by anything or anyone? Nope. It just arrived the same time you guys did and just made its way inside the garage. I'm going to approach right. this Roadrunner and I'm going to say, uh, uh, hello, uh, friend Roadrunner. Uh, what, what's your hurry? What's going on? Oh, so, well, the Roadrunner's already gone inside, so you would have to go inside. Uh, well, I'll, 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 I'll describe the inside real quick. You find a purple and yellow splotched frog person conversing with the Roadrunner. Upon inspection, you see that the Roadrunner is wearing a brown paper bag over its head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, could I could I have um one of my dragons? Could I have Penny swoop down and like take the bag off its head? When it goes to do that, it sees it do that and it dodges out of the way real fast. <laughs> But, Errol, oh, you wanted to ask him his name? Uh, I was just going to inquire as to why this Roadrunner was in such a hurry. Uh, I am here to um, get, uh, accept the job. Or, not accept the job. I'm here for the job. Oh, okay. Um, hello, Bixby. friend Frog. I don't believe I've met you before. Bixby jumps up excitedly. Oh, good, good, good. You with the five red kittens, you you've taken an interest in helping me? Yeah, yes. This fellow here is an old student of mine who needs help with some from some fiery go-getter such as you. Uh, give me a moment. Something I need to get from the back. In the meantime, why don't you get a queen with my friend here? Why do you have a bag over your head? <laughs> I wore a mask that represented my pride and heritage. My rival used dirty tactics to defeat me and took my mask. I'm ashamed to show my face after such a humiliating defeat. Ever since then, I've been training young upstarts to bring down my rifle and restore my honor. Ah, see. So you'd be what would be referred to as a luchador of sorts. That is correct. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of masks. They can get real sticky real quickly. <laughs> so you are here to take on my job. Well, uh, I suppose that depends on what the job is. It depends on what the reward is, too. Yes, I, I can answer that. As for what the job is, um, three of my students joined the Woodland Creature Wrestling Association, the WWA, to defeat my rival, Vergazo de Suavemente, and restore my honor. However, they went missing. Mm. So you'd like us to uh, recover your uh, lost uh, students? Um, I don't know what became of them. Reports say they never left the premises, but they're still missing. Y you should... Hmm. Um, my, my former... Hold on a second. 
Um, my former college professor has a device that can transform me into exact copies of my students using samples of their DNA. While impersonating my students, you will be able to enter the watering hole and restore my honor. Ah, yes, Bigsby is a master of transformation. Last time I was here, he turned me into a raccoon, and I feel that uh, a certain raccooniness is coming over me. Yes, yes. And as for the payment, the grand prize for defeating Suavenente is 150,000 gold. Should either of you, sir, either, either of us defeat him, you will take home the prize. I only wish to restore my honor. Is that per person or is that in total to be split among the three of us? Or total be total among... to be split. All right. Okay. It's not bad. And um, do we have to get transformed or can we send someone else or something else to get transformed? It does not matter as long as you get the job done. Hmm. So, well, yes. I, I've got an expert investigator right here. And she kind of like uh, nuzzles Penny, who's sitting on her shoulder. And Penny happily accepts the, the scritches. Uh, yeah, Penny is a black suited dragon. She has purple accents and like purple wings and golden horns and eyes. She's a, she's a pretty little thing. Is very beautiful. Oh, and th- that reminds me. Um... My name. I'm known by many names. However, my full name is Dedos Deos Pia Centiliantes Felices. But you may call so me we, Happy Feet. Happy Feet. All right. I was going to call you Felix, but Happy Feet. Okay. Happy Feet. Jim, uh, could you say that one more time, just a little bit slower? The whole name? Yes, please. Dedos Deos. That's D-E-D-O-S. Then D-E. Then L-O-S. Pia's, which is pies, pretty much. Centellantes, C-E-N-T-E-L-L-E-A-N-T-E-S, and then final Felices, which is F-E-L-I-C-E-S. Okay. That's his full name, but his ring name is Happy Feet. And what did you say your rival's name was one more time? His full, his full title is Vergazo de Suavemente, but he is known simply as Suavemente. And that's V-E-R-G-A-Z-O, De, which is D-E, and then Suavemente, which is S-U-A-V-E-M-E-N-T-E. Could you describe the Suavemente for us? Yes, he is um, an, a large heavyweight emu, and he wears a bowie hat. He has an Australian accent. Australia doesn't exist, but yes. <laughs> ah, so the same accent that they have down under in hell. <laughs> I wonder if that's a coincidence. Is the he of the fiendish south. sort? Yes, he is. And then is, she kind of gestures he to is herself. Rather, yes, he completely um, foiled or destroyed my honor. He took, what does it say? He, oh yeah, he, I'm ashamed to show my face after such a humiliating defeat. Or he used dirty tactics to defeat me and took my mask. So mm. he's dirty. From what he says, he used, Suave meant to use dirty tactics to defeat him in the ring and took his mask. I see. Yeah, that sounds like a very fiendish thing to do. And it's a good thing you got a fiend to go against another fiend, because I'm sure I can outfiend him. Yes, I see. Although won't it be a dragon against a fiend? Well, uh, Penny and I have a special sort of connection. I suppose it would be a dragon against a fiend. A dragon with a fiend, I suppose, looking over his shoulder. Now that is a show I would like to see. <laughs> All right. Is there any other questions you have for Happy Feet? 
Mm, oh yeah. W- what are the students like? Uh, what what did they transform into? Oh, um, my professor has a clipboard with their descriptions and w- what they're no- best known for: their finishers, their 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 taglines, the works. And as soon as he says that, Bixby returns back out with his projector and like the DNA samples to. So the way his projector works. If you're familiar with Trick and Moy Drift, he used the projectors, but everyone got turned into raccoons because the raccoons were meddling with it because the raccoons got their DNA in the projector. It had it set with his DNA, but instead it was set to raccoon DNA because the raccoons were messing with it. That's how we're going to say that works. So the way he's got the projector now, he has a sample of his student's DNA and he can put it into a projector for you guys to transform. And like I said, he has a clipboard with everyone's, the fighter's details. You guys would be able to look through all the details and you choose the fighters you guys created. So, Just random hmm. question, uh, Mr. Happy Feet. Why do you have the DNA of your students just readily <laughs> to hand? <laughs> oh, when we, they're all the, the stuff that like when, when they train, when they've trained with me, they've left behind hair and nails and, and, you know, had bloody noses and whatever. I had to scrounge and find whatever I could. Fair. I'm just glad you haven't been collecting this stuff for a while. That would be. <laughs> this, was, this was very last minute. Yes. So right. without further ado, you guys transform into your animal forms. Would you describe what your animal forms are? And Ava, you said you're going to have Penny transform. And yeah. Penny is excited about this. <laughs> yeah, oh, she and, is. And, and also describe how you're going to be playing the game through Penny. So let's um, go ahead and do you first. So describe your bird and explain how you're going to do this. Okay, so um, Ava Pseudo Dragon Penny turns into a medium to small sized bird um, that's black and white, well, actually black with iridescent feathers and white with a long tail. She turns into an Australian magpie named Quill. And um, yeah, very, very kind of bouncy, um, perky kind of uh, bird. Chirpy, if you if you might. Yeah, magpies are a type of corvids. And Australian magpies are well known for being especially aggressive and intelligent creatures. And also vindictive. Um, and yeah, how Ava's going to be controlling Penny or like playing this game. She's just going to be sitting with um, Bixby in his garage, kind of like concentrating. Um, she... She probably would make like a sort of um, almost like a token board and just like move the token for whenever she wants to strategize. So, um, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I can imagine that she's just sitting in the garage with Vixie. Vixie's also like cheering on. Okay, that's Um, cool. Drinking, yeah, drinking probably coffee and some, maybe some alcohol. Yeah. And by the (laughs) way, what is your current character's name? What is the Magpie's name? Oh, um... Magpie's name is Quill, the bamboozling bird. <laughs> okay, awesome. Next is Ignatius. Uh, Ignatius is going back to his roots and getting transformed again into a raccoon um, named the Thrash Panda. He is a kind of chubby raccoon that uh, wears a mask over his mask that... He thinks disguises himself for some reason, uh, and his finisher is uh, hit him with a trash can, where he just grabs a nearby trash can and starts wailing on you with it, which is why he's called the Thrash Panda. Mm -hmm. And then we have Errol. Um, I actually have a question for you real quick, GM. Is this Mm -hmm. 
the area, the device that transforms us, is it like a, a chamber we enter into? Or what is the mechanism it's behind? It's like one of those those old school, school proje- you know, the projectors you see in a school. Like old timey, like light projectors. Oh, so you like stand in and front of put, the light? Yeah, you stand in front of it in the light and then it transforms you. Okay, well, so Errol was used in. Errol hmm? um, doesn't really look at the sheet. Uh, Ignatius and um, Ava have already uh, taken the first two options, and he's like, well, I guess I'm left with this one, right? And then he stands in front of the light in a cloud of green, <laughs> a cloud <laughs> of green fog emits from behind the light. As he steps out and standing there, you see uh, a uh, medium-sized raccoon with a mohawk and just this essence of stench as Maddox, the malodorous misfit, emerges from the light. Awesome. I love it. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Oh, um, I would actually like to... I, I just thought of something and... Um, Ava's actually, she's not going to just hang around Bixby's uh, garage. She's she's going to be going around Nikamui and shadowing her uh, her father, Blythward, because she's like, I, I'm i too busy for her to just sit around in the garage. <laughs> this is so, this is so funny. Yeah, so she's like, um, like every every now and then she'll just like freeze and like um, ch- channel her senses through pennies. But usually it'll just be like something that's almost like an AFK arena kind of game. <laughs> it's like a mobile game. You're yeah, like, oh, what much. am I doing today with Penny? I respect the yeah. hustle. That's a that's a good side gig. <laughs> oh, oh, that's yeah. great. That's funny. We'll keep we'll keep track of you every once in a while. All right. So, you guys go off to do your thing and actually Twinkle or no, that was his old name. Um Happy Feet actually makes his way out there before you mm-hmm. got. So he just zooms on in the direction you're supposed to go. But you guys know exactly where you're going. You're going into Tamuli Wood. After trekking north into Tamuli Wood, you arrive at the gate of what appears to be a carnival. Colored tents and balloons are set up everywhere with all manner of concessions. Carney games line the trail. The smell of popcorn and funnel cake wafts past your nostrils. And the sound of laughing children and excited crowds echoes all around you. Up ahead, you see a structure with a large sign reading WWA in big and boldened letters. Um... Errol, who is now Maddox, is going to look over at Ignatius. Uh, man, that, that funnel cake smells good, but I keep getting a whiff of something. It, something is foul around here. What is that smell? And Ignatius, who's been kind of trying to breathe out the side of his mouth away from him the whole time, goes, Well, I would encourage you to think of the name of your uh, transformation and uh, malodorous is putting it gently may i say oh oh, i forgot to read the sheet (laughs) well you smell like sheet (laughs) (laughs) i I can't smell a thing (laughs) right i'm a bird birds can't smell (laughs) well then you have a great and distinct advantage miss penny Uh, but uh I, i i do have the instinct to peck things for some reason. <laughs> and then uh, she she flies on top of um, Maddox and begins like just like pecking at the, the white stripe. <laughs> <laughs> you guys see oh, oh, to your side corner of your eye, you see like a little little like squirrel and chipmunk look like siblings. Just look over at Thrash Panda and say, It's Thrash Panda! He's gonna take out the trash! And then they throw like a garbage can on the ground and the mom's like, don't do that! And smacks him on the head. 
but Thrash Panda's over there. Mom, he went miss mom. Mom. And then she's Ignatius, like dragging him away. Ignatius turns around and goes, that's right, young fellas. Today we're going to go in that ring and we're going to hit him with a trash can. Yay! And he picks up the nearest trash can and smashes it on the ground. Um, Maddox is going to pick a up... Pe- a couple people cheer. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Maddox is going to pick up, pick up a piece of trash and throw it at the mom. I don't want to see you in the crowd anyway, lady. Oof, that's enough. <laughs> We're going home. We've got, we've, we've got to go home and, um, well, check the water when we get home. Mom! And then they just and they just walk away. But mom, the trash bin! And then that's just the end of them. They're walking away. And, and then um, Quill's going to start, like, it's going to jump into the trash pile and start throwing things out because uh, she's looking for something shiny. <laughs> looking for something shiny? Yep. Well, you go in there and you come across a completely intact bottle of enriched watering hole water. Nice, cold, and refreshing looking. Um, I, I'm obviously too small and, and weak to like pick it up, but like I'll like uh, try to drag it out a little bit, like fluttering my um, wings, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then I'll start picking up the bottle, seeing if it'll open. <laughs> yep, yeah, you, you're able to open it. Oh wow, this is a very sharp beak that I have. <laughs> And then she's going to start drinking from the bottle. Have you ever seen a bird drink? It's, it's adorable. <laughs> like tips the beak down and then, and then back up. <laughs> As you drink the refreshing water, you can't help but wonder what makes it so special. You decide to read what's written on the label. Enriched watering hole water. Enjoy the finest stuff this side of Guasso. Serving size, 3.5 fluid ounces. Servings per container, 5. Volume, 16 fluid ounces. Part of a 2,000-calorie nutritional plan. <laughs> Hold on. Something about this seems off. Uh, I'll try to figure out what's off about it. Um, roll in-ring psychology. Uh, do I add any bonuses to it? Is this, oh, would this be like student of the game? Or, no, yeah, it's like that'd no, be student no of the game. All right, so that's, I'll have to roll five dice then. And yep, choose five the highest, D6, right? Five D6 and choose the highest and then add your student of the game. Ooh, I rolled a one, four, one, three, and a six. I'll choose six. And yep. plus student of the game is eight total. Mm-hmm. You notice the math doesn't make sense. Missing other key details such as ingredients. And what does it mean by plan? You suddenly get a sinking feeling. It's like a hyper-focused condition of schizophrenia about water. You begin to question whether or not <laughs> the water is you drink has something in it. Can this label be trusted? Can any water distributor be trusted? As you question this, you begin to get thirsty, but you're too skeptical to drink any more water. You want to hear from a trusted source that any water you drink is safe. You take one harm in in in-ring psychology. Oh my god. (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) Basically, Penny uh, Quill is just going to say, Oh my my god, this accent is... My word, water cannot be trusted ever. You must never drink water. No, what? What is this? No. And then she just like flies away, <laughs> and just like sits on a sits on a branch somewhere, and just like stares at the trash can. It's like, oh wow. Ignatius is going to go over and inspect the bottle of water, and uh, not going to drink it, but going to try to see. He has dealt with weird water before, and I guess, I don't know what he could do, but trying to see if there's a connection between the two, 
if it smells like normal water, if it gives off a weird magicaliness or something, maybe. I don't know. Let's see. Roll in ring psychology with any appropriate skills. Uh, would quick thinker apply? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. This isn't quick thinking. This is just. Then I don't really have any skill, but my highest is a six. Oh, go ahead and roll for it. I mean, my in-ring psychology, I, I have five, and I rolled a 5d6. I got a six for one of them. Okay. You can definitely tell there's no smell, but using your adventurous intuition, you understand that it's definitely a chemical in it, and it's one of those scentless, like, odorless, colorless chemicals, and mm-hmm. something's definitely messing with Penny's poor brain there, because you saw her, like, like shake her head like it's some kind of... Some kind of chemical messing with her brain. Um, DM, or, I'm sorry, for just one second. So we we have Penny as playing as, what was her wrestler's name again? Quill. Quill. And then Ignatius, what was your wrestler's name? Thrash Panda. Thrash, okay. All right, sorry, I just wanted to clarify. Huh, Thrash and what Panda. was yours, Maddox, right? Yes, Maddox. All right, I would like to go up to um, Quill and... She's she's up in a tree. <laughs> right. I, I, I will go to the base of the tree. Um and I will say, um Um Quill, Quill, we we gotta get our head in the game, okay? The water's not going to get you. I'll make sure there's no water around you, but we're we're gonna have to get to the ring at some point. So you you should come down. <sighs> you're you're right. Um you're right. I I'll be down shortly. And then she'll just like uh shake her feathers out kind of like Flip them up and then shake them and then she's gonna go back down and perch on Maddox. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is is it is, is like your tail up or is it like down? Uh, it's probably it's probably up. Like I imagine, kind of like a Peppy Le Pew tail that's got like a big, uh, you know, protruding part that kind of sticks over the top of his head. She'll yeah she'll she'll perch on the tip of your tail. <laughs> so you're a skunk, right? Yes. Okay, I thought you said you were a raccoon for some reason. Nope, you're the only raccoon here, my friend. All right, uh, so the, we know the water is laced. That's unfortunate. Well, I guess, have you told us this, actually? Because I don't think that... I yes. mean, yeah, I would I would tell the group that, hey, uh, don't drink any of the water here. There seems to be some sort of contamination. Ignatius is smart enough to know that there's some kind of chemical there. You can't smell it, you can't see it, you can't taste it, but he's aware that's usually the, the markings of, like, a chemical. Yeah. And judging by the way Penny reacted, it's a, it's a chemical in the water. And and I figured he would have let us know. I just didn't want to assume. Mhm. Well, this, this was my um this was my first time trying water in a while, to be honest. Um I usually only drink coffee because that's what that's what uh, Avarice drinks. <laughs> so, water is just not good. You heard it here, folks. Water bad, coffee, <laughs> the elixir of life. <laughs> <laughs> also n- never give your pets coffee it's probably gonna it's gonna be bad for them <laughs> disclaimer yeah caffeine is very bad for dogs uh gm are there any like fruit vendors or like watermelons laying around um yeah there are there are vendors there you guys would have money and stuff to spend on small things like vendors and like carny games and concessions and whatnot I would just, um, I would just like to snag like a watermelon and like break it open and give it a test like bite just to see if you know 
I don't know, maybe that maybe everything here is is it everything that's bad? While this is happening, a three foot, four inch tall, desert cottontail rabbit folk wearing a black suit and sunglasses approaches with a dolly carrying bottles of the mysterious water. You notice the rabbit folk has a tattoo on their cheek. Mm, Penny's gonna, sorry, Quill is gonna quickly fly down and like perch on the, on the water and just yell at the top of her little bird lungs. Don't drink the water. The water's contaminated. No water ever. <laughs> <laughs> this is happening. The rabbit, the rabbit folk just looks at me and goes, wait a minute. How'd you get out? Scaredy. Wait, I'm scaredy. <laughs> and it, the rabbit folk like jumps backwards and gets into like a fighting stance ready to fight you. <laughs> and I'll like, um, and I'll, I'll like, uh, fly, fly upwards. Just be like, try. I'm a bird. <laughs> Um, Can I hit him with the trash can? (laughs) Yes. So this is the beginning of a frame. So in a frame, everyone just chooses their actions and all actions are resolved at at the same time. So if you guys are ready, want to wait to see what this um, this very Chico looking rabbit folk is going to do, I can go ahead and tell you what he's going to do. He's going to throw a carrot at Penny here. (laughs) Quill. (laughs) Well, Quill, yeah. But you guys can do whatever you're going to do now. Also, around around you guys, now the fight's breaking out, you have the crowd kind of forming around you guys, like cheering you guys, like, yeah! And you know who you guys are, and it's like, Give, do the dive bomb! Do the dive bomb! And you <laughs> hit him with the trash can! <laughs> <laughs> and just things of that nature. And what was Errol's finisher again? Uh, the licorice the twist. Ladders, the licorice twist, that's right. Give the licorice twist! So, and you got kids cheering, you got parents and adults cheering, and all these animals cheering. They've got it like a circle around you guys with this one rabbit. This rabbit's like super excited. If you know Chico, how Chico like gets super excited and he like jumps the gun, this rabbit is acting the exact same. <laughs> um, I have an idea, but I don't like that he's threatening my friend with a carrot. I would like to try and run in and disarm him quickly, if, if, if at all possible. Um, that could be an attack rule that targets their grace. So there are five stats. There are multiple, there are more than five stats in the core system, but in this system, they just use five and you, each stat represents a different HP bar. Um, and you can target certain stats. So if you're trying to disarm him, like grabbing hold of it and holding down, you would roll for grace plus, do you have a skill that's related to that? Technical wrestler, I believe, or something in that I have technical wrestler. You would roll a grace plus technical wrestler. All right, I'll give that a shot. And then I roll against that. And it's it is based on levels, right? So if I get multiple successes, that's better. Or you only um, take the you, top. You go one. for the highest. You go for the highest, and then add your skill. Okay, so I got a nine total. A nine total. Okay, that is a that is a super that is a you 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 succeed and something positive happens. And you get to, the players get to choose positive things that happen Ooh, to them. I have an so idea. So you deal you de- you'll deal one harm at the end of this frame. For I guess you're going to go behind and grab him. Um, can or I kind of try to disarm him? I have an idea. Just tell me if this works or not. Mm-hmm. I would like to, um, as I'm heading over to him, I'd like to pick up one of these bottles of water and I will pull the arm with the carrot down and I will hold the water up to his mouth and I'll say, "Let's see you drink your own water, sir. How about that?" Nice. So that'll deal an extra harm to him. 
I mean, I want to see if he'll actually do it. Like, I'm just trying to show the crowd that, like, he won't even drink Uh, his own water. Oh, I see. Okay, (laughs) so you're doing that. The crowd's like, yeah, drink the water. Drink the water. Okay, so that's going to affect him as well. Okay, next. Well, whoever else wants to go. Penny or Ignatius. I also also want to go. I want to use my fast talker skill. Um, And that says here, getting yourself a title shot or distraction. And I would like to use it for um, distraction. Maybe like even stirring up the crowd a little bit. Um, I'm going to say, you should be ashamed of yourself. Selling this water that is is laced with something and possibly poisoned. Um, You know, if... If, if you if you know Everest, she'll be after you for sure. The crowd's like, yeah, yeah, the water's bad. You should be ashamed of yourself. Boo, <laughs> boo. And they're booing him. And he's feeling bad. And it's going to affect his um, entering psychology, I think, is what it affect. Or maybe charisma. Uh, it's, it's, it's charisma. So it's, I roll three you'd and be, then I add be hurting three. his feelings. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, yeah it, it would be his charisma that I'm targeting <laughs> as well. Um, I, I, and, I feel kind of bad. But also, I mean, yeah, she would, she would be And Ignatius. Uh, I'm going to use my quick thinker to feign that I'm going to hit him with the trash can, but I'm going to miss and crush all the water he's got with him so that he can't give it out to anybody with the trash can I'm going to hit him with. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, did Penny, did you roll? Oh, or? um, I rolled a two, a six, and a six, and my fast talk is plus three, so that's a nine. Oh, yeah, you definitely, yeah. And you get to choose, <laughs> did you already choose something extra? Uh... Is there a way I can like regain the point that I lost? Uh in in ring psychology? No. Oh. Um okay, then I guess the extra would be um the the crowd kind of focuses on Quill and cheers her on, I guess. Okay. Maybe. She'll get She'll get an extra plus 1 to her it it, it boosts her ego. She'll get an extra plus 1 to her next charisma check. Yay. So just keep that in mind, write that down. And what was that okay. for Ignatius? Oh, yeah, you were uh, going to target the water bottles. Um, yeah. Go ahead and roll whatever that would be. Yeah, I well, guess it would be... Hmm? Go ahead. I was hoping it would be Quick Thinker because I'm trying to destroy... Like, rather than go after the guy because I see Errol has disarmed him from killing Penny with a carrot that I can... Your objective kinda... is to destroy the water bottles? Yeah. In order to stop it immediately. No one, no one touched the water. It's bad. Okay, go ahead and yeah. roll your Quick Thinker. I got a six, and my quick thinker is four, so a total of ten. Nice. So, yeah, the water bottles are definitely destroyed, and something else good happens. Uh, The water squirts into the guy's eyes, and he can't see. (laughs) Okay. You guys are ultra-bullying this rabbit folk. And the rabbit folk, like I said, went to go attack Penny, so he gets gets a carrot off. And let's see. It's... Second. More. So... You have to roll your might. Might? Uh, mm-hmm. which, which side is that? Um, that, oh, I'm sorry. You would roll uh, intestinal fortitude. Or oh. intestinal fortitude or grace. Or, or grace. Right. Okay, I'm going to roll or grace because that's much better than intestinal fortitude. She does not have mm-hmm. much because she's just a little bird. You, uh, have, you have to roll, you have to roll pretty high. So uh, roll your, you roll your grace and choose the highest dice. Um, Five. Five. Okay, that just makes it. You you succeed in dodging, and nothing else happened. Or nothing else happened really. Nice. Okay, so you dodge that carrot. You guys do all that stuff together. He's just floundering around. The crowd's booing them. They're cheering you guys on. He gets water in his eyes. Um, he gets um, what what 
<laughs> oh yeah, he's being grappled. He's being told, "Drinking water, drinking water." You're bullying this poor rabbit. He starts crying. <laughs> I want to go back to mommy. Ah, I'm gonna go away. And it looks like he's about to teleport away. But you guys have a chance to bully him into revealing his secrets. So if you want to, before he teleports away, roll your entering psychology or charisma with any appropriate skills with interrogating, and you can ask him some questions. I'm, uh, I would like to use manipulator, uh, and I'm going to say to him, look, man, we can put this all behind us, but we need to know what, who put you up to this poisoning people. We need to know who's at the root of this. Okay. Go ahead and roll. Like I said, go ahead and roll your whatever dice in the skill. Okay. It's charisma and I have a plus two and manipulator to add. Mm -hmm. I got a seven total. Seven total. Okay. You you crack him a bit. Uh, uh, the water it, it, it's drugged with mind-altering chemical. Make makes you paranoid and obedient. Please don't give it to me. Who who put you up to this? You gotta roll again. Oh, so if someone else wants to go, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go ahead. Um, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Okay. I want to ask him when you said you should be locked up. What did you mean? Where should we be locked up? Go ahead and roll your in-ring psychology or charisma with any appropriate skills. Uh, that again. Maybe a total of seven. All right. So you're talking about being locked, about being locked up. He's like, uh, you guys are supposed to be brainwashed and, and working in the storage room right now. And that's mm -hmm. what you get from that. <laughs> He's still, he, you guys have still got him. You guys are get cracking him. I'm going to try to force water down his throat if it makes him obedient maybe he'll start being obedient to us no please don't give me the water he, he looks like it's about to teleport away if you try to give him the water um i would like to uh hmm i, I would like to use my skill submission technician which is restraint or getting someone into an un unbreakable hold um to try to keep him there keep him from teleporting Mm -hmm. Um, I, I'd also like to try to interrogate him if, if I, if, if I can, but I would like to do that first, I guess. Make sure he can't get away. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and roll for that. So that's grace. That's five dice plus, um, one. I rolled a five plus one. That's six. It's the, you just made it because he rolled oh. a five. You made it with one success when nothing else happens, but you're able to restrain him. And so like, like, no, the way no, no. And he starts wiggling his little legs. And and the way that Quill does that is literally by like threatening, um, threatening him with biting him if 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 he moves, just like sitting on his chest and just like um because because she managed to like knock him down just by like trying to dodge mm -hmm. and then just you know <laughs> tripping over something and she just like threatens to bite. And mm -hmm. um, you see, Quill's eyes turn red for a second, and then she says. Um, in, in Ava's voice. Now, there's something you're not telling us, and it is who sent you, who put you up to this. Now tell us, or else. I, I don't know what this thing can do, this beat can do. It's pretty, it's pretty damn sharp. Mm -hmm. So now that you've got him held down and he can't use his, his techniques to, to teleport away, you can ask him pretty much anything without having to make any checks. So you're asking who sent him? Yeah. Like, who is his boss? Yeah. Uh, his... <laughs> Bakti Kuznetsova. Oh, Bakti. What? Bakti is a, I think, a mink, mink person I'd encountered before who was yes. attempting to was, siphon water off of. Mm hmm. He was the one at the wet, at Chico's wedding 
who was doing up to no good. Mm-hmm. You guys weren't able to figure out what he was trying to do. And yes, he was that mean person. And then um, Quill's eyes go back to the regular um, black. And then, and then she says, um, well, good thing you answered that. <laughs> um, Maddox is gonna Maddox is gonna go over and uh, uh, lean down and say, uh, "You know, I've encountered a, a few of you rabbit folk, and I have to say, you could learn a lot from Chico. This this kind of poisoning people and it, working for Bacti. You, you need to. You should go home right now and tell your friends and your family to stop doing this stuff." <laughs> Uh, I, I would join the guild because I wanted to be like Chico and Bhakti convinced me to join and, and the, the farm was sold off to Bhakti. Everyone had to leave. Arlie's working undercover to gather info on Bhakti. Uh. Well, you know, you can always join Fire Breathing Kittens instead. That's a much better guild, if I may say so myself. Is that so you- the guild that Chico joined? Um, I, I believe so. Did you say you were That's, working undercover? Yeah. Uh, my my mama, Arlie, she's working undercover to, to gather info on Bhakti. He's the new WWA manager. He was kind enough to hire the bear claim for security, but... Uh. <laughs> okay, well, I think he, we he's have... Just spill, uh, all the beans are spilling. Yeah. All the beans are spilling. <laughs> Well, son, I I don't mean to have uh, frightened you into drinking water and, you know, getting your behind kicked here in public. Uh, is the crowd still around us or are they all sort of <laughs> They're all kind of like looking awkwardly. They're kind of walking away slowly. You guys are just bullying a kid, it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am a heel, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I like how Penny is the one acting more like the heel, even though she used the face. <laughs> Yeah. I, know. I, I guess um, be- because Quill is a face and will want to do that, she'll she'll like she'll fly up and just see. All right, folks, nothing else to see here. Go on, mind your business. Oh, um, thank you for you supporting let, you us. You let go of him. <laughs> um, I I I guess so. Yeah, I, I guess I let go of him to He's do like, that. Ah! And then he just seems like teleport away, and he leaves behind a little 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 sack of hay and on the sack of hay is the uh is a circle with a comma coming off in the one o'clock position with the fatter part of the comma further from the circle it's the deep ooze symbol but it's on to on the little st- sack of hay look i so we teleported away and left behind that little substitution there i can respect someone going deep undercover but uh they've got a lot to learn i mean you just you replace the poisonous water bottles with normal water bottles and then you tell them that you did the job but yep, yeah, that's all you guys can glean from that interaction. Well, we now know where our counterparts are. Um, should we just sneak straight down into the basement and try to rescue them? I I think that's a good idea because even if uh, yeah, even if like I'm sorry, even if we have to wrestle or, or something like that, then we'll have backup or perhaps we can. You know, who knows? There's all kinds of scenarios we can do once we get them released. So where do you guys wish to go? Do we have any idea where the storeroom is? We probably should have asked him that before we let him go. Let's go find mm-hmm. another kid to bully. <laughs> is there, <laughs> is there a, an, an obvious water tower or any sort of like plant looking oh, building? The the um Yeah, in the very beginning, I mentioned that the WWA building was seen in the distance. 
So you guys could head there. Yes, and uh, I could provide a bird's eye view if you need. I'm sure it wouldn't hurt. <laughs> so uh, you yeah. guys head. Hmm? You guys head to the building. That sounds mm-hmm. yep. sounds good to me. Okay. Yeah, I'm flying high uh, there, um, trying to like stay in the treetops to not be like super noticeable. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to, I guess, scout a little bit. Oh, you're going to scout? Go ahead and roll in-ring psychology with, I would believe, student of the game. Yeah, only four dice this time. Uh, my highest was a four, student of the game is a two, so it's six. Yep, you're able to see it. Um, using your adventurer's intuition, you find the VIP access door off to the side. A rabbit folk with a tattoo on their cheek, wearing a black suit and sunglasses, guards the entrance. Though they're not paying attention, they're leaning against a wall, crafting a straw rabbit doll. Hmm, interesting. Okay. So you found the side VIP entrance. Side VIP entrance. How about the storage room? Would I have any idea where that is? Do I see anything that looks like storage? Um, with that high of a roll, you'd know that the storage room is probably behind the VIP access door. VIP access, you'd know, like, goes to, like, backstage halls and storage rooms are in backstage halls. So you, you found you found a pretty good way to get to where you need want to go. Okay, so um, in that case, I will go back to the party and tell them that. Tell them, uh, so I found the VIP entrance, and that is where the storage room is hidden behind, it looks like. <laughs> good work. Well, I think we should try to talk our way past the guard and fail him that. Hit him with a trash can. <laughs> uh, true. One other thing of note is that he is building a straw rabbit, like the one that we found. Well, let's try to drop Chico's name. The other ones seem to know him and uh, think of him in high regard that, uh, you know, perhaps uh, Chico sent us. Uh, he's on his way and he said uh, we need to go in and check out things for him ahead of time. A- actually, I have a little insight on that. Um, the the last one we talked to said that he was working for Aunt Arlie and Aunt Arlie is like a very kind of scary uh motherly figure to a lot of the rabbits so i think if you'd name drop her i think they're more likely to listen to what you have to say well then let's do- let's drop her name then uh yeah okay so you go to that rabbit that's crafting a straw doll he's just lounging there crafting it not paying attention to you guys oh, as you approach. Okay, I know exactly what to say, actually. I just Oh, and another detail, in case you guys missed it, he does have a tattoo on his cheek. The same one? Is it the same one? Yeah. yeah. It's the, mm, the same one as the last one. Hmm. Well, I, here's what we try to do first. If you're important, you don't even talk to the security guard. We just walk. True. That's, so who's who's the talent and who's security? Who's the um, talent? Hmm? I, I, can be the, I can be the talent. All right, so you are going to walk in between me and uh, Maddox here. We're just going to push on past. If he tries to stop us, that's when we drop drop uh, the aunt's name, and I, I'll leave that to you, Maddox, and then failing that, I'll sneak up behind him and hit him with a trash can. Uh, that sounds like <laughs> a solid plan. So What's you guys your do, uh, charisma? You, get, you guys don't even, hmm? um, What's uh, your charisma, Maddox? Mine is four. Okay, yeah, so we have the same charisma. So, yeah, you're as likely as I am. You guys don't even need to roll charisma or anything. You guys just walk up, kind of get ready to talk to him, and he just waves his hand up and says, clear, and just opens the door for you while he continues to craft it. Okay. You guys just make it through perfectly <laughs> without without a hitch. So you guys make your way into the backstage hallways. 
you enter the backstage hallways of the Watering Hole Arena. Low-ranking wrestlers pace the halls between rooms. Rabbit folk security guards are stationed at most doors. As you approach certain guarded doors, they will politely open them for you. But at all of the doors, you're barred from entry. Some security guards bear tattoos on their cheeks, while others do not. That one was easy, but the other ones probably won't be. If you guys need a description of, like, what all rooms you have access to, what you don't, how many guards, guards with and without tattoos, I got a list here for you. Hmm. So you guys want to write this down? Do the guards... Does the tattoo make any difference of which rooms they're guarding? Like, do the ones without tattoos let us in the rooms? The ones with tattoos don't let us in the rooms? Um, some some of them... Let's see... Um, I'll, I'll, make, I'll write this list for you. You can make that discern, discern that for yourself. So the doors that are open to you, list all these together, and I'll list how many guards and whether or not they have tattoos and whatever. So the doors are that, you know, they'll open for you. The main lobby, which has one guard, no tattoo. The locker room, which has one guard with no tattoo. The bathrooms, no guards. The infirmary, no guards. And the kitchen, no guards. And then the doors that you are barred from entry, the door you just came through, the VIP access door to outdoor concessions, there's one guard with a tattoo on this side of the door, you know, on the inside. There's one on the outside and there's one on the inside. The wrestling ring, which is a double wide door with two guards, no tattoos. The manager's office, which has one guard with one tattoo. And the storage room, which has one guard with one tattoo. Well, one guard with a tattoo. So once you guys have that written down, if you have any questions, need me to repeat something, let me know. That's all the connections to the backstage hallways. Lots of connections. Lots of guards. But no one's really attacking you like that first dumb rabbit. What is the <laughs> tattoo on the face? What What is that tattoo? It is a circle with a comma coming off of it in the one o'clock okay. position. Yeah, it's the deep ooze. So some of them have the tattoo. Some of them do not. Oh, and as you pass by um, rabbit folk that don't have the tattoo, they take out a note card and read, We will be competitive. We will be successful. But first and foremost, we are family. They just do that. They're, they're adorable. It seems like they're learning. <laughs> they're memorizing it. So, so you said for the barred doors, there's a wrestling wing with two guards and two tattoos. Manager's office, one guard, one tattoo. Storage room, one guard, one tattoo. Uh, the, the wrestling ring, it's two guards, no tattoo. They don't have tattoos. Okay. But and everybody only has one tattoo on their face if they have a tattoo. Yeah, if they have if a I'm tattoo. Understanding it's, that. It's, it's on their left or right cheek. I'm not, whatever you envision. Yeah. It's just the deep ooze tattoo. You might've seen it. You might've heard of it. Remind us what the deep ooze is. Deep ooze is, um, a competitor. I wouldn't say competitor, just sort of this guild that, a lot of dark stuff is happening that has to do with the deep ooze and the teapot has to do with all that stuff. I don't know if you know about that lore from other episodes, but there's something to do with the big bad evil guy coming up and they have something to do with it. And the main thing details you guys would at least have surface knowledge of, they have something to do with like water and controlling water. Well, you've been in a couple episodes that had to do with like controlling water. I forget the name of it. The, um, the one with the lake and yeah uh otter and otter otter and otter. yes so you've kind of dealt with that already mm -hmm. well it doesn't i don't i'm not noticing any specific pattern to 
where the guards are necessarily in their tattoos. I definitely think, well, do you think we should go ahead I to the storage room? If you look at it, the storage room and the manager's office are the two that are guarded by people with tattoos. I assume those are the people higher up in the guild, and those are the places we aren't supposed to go, which means those are the places we're going to go. <laughs> I, I have an idea for how to get in. Um, I could cause a distraction, feign uh, something, either a medical condition or perhaps uh, something else that maybe I don't have an idea of. That's the first thing I could think of. And get the god away from the um, storage room and either both of you or one of you can sneak by. I think if that, we should at least give it a shot, see what happens. If that doesn't work, there's enough amateur wrestlers here this hallway. I'm sure we could start a kerfuffle. Yes, and, um... And perhaps if they uh, take me to the infirmary or something, I could see what records they have. Well, no one's got in the infirmary. We could go in there right now. True, but then it would be, it would be rather strange if I w- came out of there and then did that. Hmm. I'm not sure. That, that's just um, an idea. But I think we should definitely try the distraction technique. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're going to attempt to distract them by being like a, a drama queen and being like, oh, my wing or something. Yeah, yeah, something <laughs> like that. I'll, I'll like pretend to um, have an accident and like be incapacitated from wrestling. And because like, you know, I'm a we're fairly famous wrestlers, right? Like we're VIPs. They're, they're mm. going to do something about it. And I'm going to make sure to do it near the storage room so that the storage room security guard has to do something. I'm not going to stop until they've been distracted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> roll uh this is funny um go ahead and roll in-ring psychology or charisma with any appropriate skills i'm gonna use my fast talker skill because that's okay. for especially for causing distraction i have a plus one to the next charisma roll i i make so i roll three uh things oh i rolled a three three and a six so that's plus four that's a ten total because <laughs> i have a plus three in fast talker and then he gave me a plus one bonus to my next roll and plus a six yep ten <laughs> <laughs> so you do that, and you're trying to feign distract. So the idea is to feign distraction, like you've got an injury. Yeah, like I've like to. I've uh, like birds actually do this. They they do a broken wing display to like lure predators away from like their nest or something that they're guarding. And mm-hmm. I want to like, if if I can choose like a benefit, if I have succeeded, then I want to distract specifically the guard at the storage room. And like actually, there's a storage room where the we want to go to the storage room, right? Y- yep. Yes. Yep, so then definitely that one, so that you guys can sneak into it. Mm-hmm. Or, like, okay. break the lock or something. So you are going to... Okay, go ahead and roll that. I rolled mine. I, I, I rolled... I rolled a... I told you what I rolled. I rolled a 10. You rolled a 10 total? Yeah, okay. 10 total, because I got... You rolled as high as yep. you could, but you actually rolled uh, super successful. Yes, you're able to... He, he, what, what happens? Let me go ahead and describe it, and then you can add something to it. So... This rabbit with the sunglasses is looking at you and you go, oh, well, describe how you, like, feign your injury. Um, so I'm kind of, like, you know, just uh, chirping to, with uh, with my friends talking. And then I say, um, oh, look at this new technique I just tried. And then I, like, do a, I, I do a barrel roll, but, like, barrel into the ceiling. And then I and then I fall back down. And I'm like, oh, oh, no, my wing. And then just start flapping around, like, uh, frantically and looking like I've um, been gravely injured. <laughs> So this guy looks at you and he looks very like puzzled and he looks back at the door and looks at you and he kind of like slowly walks up to her. He's "Ah, are you okay? Ah, Wait, how did you get out? How did you get out of there? Do you need, 
Do you need help? Do you need to go? Or do you need me to help you get back in there? No, I'm, I'm clearly not. I'm clearly not okay. No, um, I, I need I need you to take me somewhere where they can fix me. <laughs> I, I have well, a match coming up soon. I cannot. This cannot happen. We don't have a match coming up soon. You're supposed to be working in the... Wait, and he looks over and sees guys. Hey, what are you guys doing now? You, you guys need to go back in that room. Here, I'll... And he goes back to the door opens. Here, I'll open the door for you. Here you go. Uh, uh, where's that thing? He pulls out the car. Uh, we will be competitive. We will be successful. But first and foremost, we are family. Yeah. Uh, here you go. And he opens the door for you guys. Um, uh, Maddox is going to, I'm going to go up to him real quick as we're heading, uh, towards the door. And I'm going to attempt mm-hmm. to use manipulator. And I'm going to say, uh, <clears throat> at the, at the very least, you should get a doctor over here to get, get her checked out. Arlie would not appreciate it if one of her prize fighters is wounded. You, 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 you're actually, yeah. You, oh, go ahead and roll. Go ahead and roll. Okay. And, uh, um, I'll roll mine. I'll just go ahead and roll and see what happens. Yeah. So I got an eight. An eight total. Yep. That's a super success. Uh, if, if I can so, get to a, a mm-hmm. bonus thing, I would like to try and like pocket the keys that he just tried to, like, I would try to like snatch them from him. Oh, the keys that room. Yeah. That works. Uh, so you're able also... to snatch the keys. He takes, he'll, he'll quickly take, um, Penny to the infirmary. Well, can you repeat the what they were? Hmm? Can you repeat what they were saying again? We are competitive. Oh, we will be competitive. We will be successful. But first and foremost, we are family. Honestly, be... that has nothing to do with the plot or anything. That's okay. just what they wrote down. And if you look at the WWA book, they just have that. There. I thought that was oh. nice. I just didn't know if that was like an activation for the brainwashed people to control them or something. Yeah, or like a code or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh, I didn't even think of that. But yeah, um, Penny is actually taken to the infirmary real quick. You get some ass running. You actually recover that harm. And then you're brought back to the door. Nice. And you guys are, you, you took the key. He doesn't even notice, but you guys have access to it. He lets you guys in. No problem. Okay. All right. Let's... And Penny got her HP restored. Nice. That is great. <laughs> You just took like a, I don't know what's what's good for like, I guess what's good for headaches is what what you took. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, so I guess you so. guys have access to the storage room, and he says, "All right, get back to work." He says, "What the spawn then closes it. You guys are really nice to this, buddy." <laughs> so, as you enter the dimly lit room, you're overcome with the smell of mildew. Rusty pipes line the ceiling, dripping water all over. A wall with gauges and valves can be seen tracking the pressure and distribution of water to key areas around the watering hole. The water... I don't think I ever explained what the watering hole was. The watering hole is the name of this pretty much area, the town, the, where the concessions in the WWA arena. It's called the watering hole. It's it's like a it's like an animal watering hole, but they mm-hmm. built an arena around it. So when I say the watering hole, that's what I'm talking about. You would understand at that point. Um, you see shadows moving and hear frantic... There are small frantic movements around the corner of the room. I'm going to go investigate the sound. Okay. Around the corner, you see stacks of water bottle crates ready for distribution labeled Enriched Watering Hole Water. A small assembly line of three animals work together to prepare the water for delivery. A skunk fills the water water in the bottles. Then a magpie uses the dropper to add an unknown chemical. And finally, a raccoon twists the caps on and loads it onto the dolly. Hmm. Well, I think we found our counterparts. Um, Ignatius is going to walk over and try to just 
take the chemical away from the magpie and like stop that from getting put in the water. Mm-hmm. Um, while this happens, while you're on the way over there, you kind of start taking a couple steps. You hear a buzzer go off. You then see the three animals drop everything and Rustra previously looked over a wall-mounted water dispenser. It's like a giant version of one of those water bottles for small animal cages. They start fighting each one another, trying to drink as much water as possible. They start tearing, scratching, biting, and pegging one another, barely able to get more than a few drops each. Then the buzzer goes off again, and they reluctantly, but obediently, return to their workstations. While that buzzer was going, I'm going to go over and smash the bottle of chemicals while they're not even looking at me. Uh, you're talking about the bottle that they were drinking out of? No, the bottle the, that the bottle. they were using the dropper to put in the unknown chemical. I'm going to take that. Okay, so you, you want to take the bottles that they've already capped? or it, No, no, no. Like, How... Oh, the ones the magpie was putting droppers of things into each bottle. I want to take the chemical away that she was putting in the bottles. Mm -hmm. Let's see. So you're going to try to forcefully take it away. Okay, go ahead. No, I'm doing it when if if that buzzer goes off and they're not looking, I'm doing it while they're fighting over the other water because they've they've abandoned their position. Okay, when they abandon, so you wait for yeah, it happens again. So the buzzer goes off again. They go to try to fight for the water, and you're going to take away the the dropper? I mean, I would do that the first time the buzzer went off and they all turned. I okay. would take that opportunity to take the, the chemicals away. Okay. So you go to do that, and when that happens, what happens is, when that happens, they stop. The, the, the poor Magpie is looking around, doesn't know what to do. She's kind of <laughs> out of it. You can definitely tell they're out of it. In fact, go ahead and roll in-ring psychology to kind of get some information on everyone can do that roll in-ring psychology to get some information on their behavior mm, can i start of the game yes nice. i got six but you, you, yeah and you'd be able to okay six. Oh, okay um i got eight okay and i got five okay so everyone or everyone got these these details the animals aren't acting on their own that's obvious they're malnourished and need medical attention. You can definitely tell, like, they're they're manged. Their their feathers are like torn and, and plucked and rustled and everything. Um, judging by their habitual behavior, they're following a trained pattern. And then, while only two of you got this, I'm sure you would share this with the entire party. Destroying the buzzer or giant bottle should break the pattern and free them. But you're able, you, you take away the dropper and what happens is the poor Magfee doesn't have a dropper anymore. She just kind of looks sad as they're doing the work without her. <laughs> but I've stopped the, her from tainting more bottles, which exactly, is my goal. Exactly, exactly. They're, they're, they're clean water now. Um, I would say we should absolutely <laughs> destroy the buzzer and the bottle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, you don't have that. to roll for any of that. It's very, it's very simple to just destroy those inanimate objects. I also think yeah. any of these bottles they've stacked up that have been tainted, we need to dump those out as well. Oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. The poor animals just kind of stand there, kind of wobbling back and forth. They look very drugged. They look like they're just drugged and out of it and very weak. Will they follow our commands at all? Like, like, all right, follow me. Yes, now that you've broken the spell that was on them, well, I call it a spell, but it's more like they were they were following a trained pattern of mm-hmm. habitual behavior under that under the influence of that drug. But since you stopped it, you can actually like have them follow you now, and they won't oh. even 
like they won't hesitate to follow you. Well, I say let's, is, is there any other like windows or anything in here we can get out of, or do we have to go out the door we came in? Unfortunately, no, you have to go out the door you came in. So, yep, you're going to have to go past the guard. That's going to, you can pretty much tell using adventurous intuition, don't you have to roll for it? He's probably <laughs> going to be on alert once he sees two du- uh, doubles. Well, I think we should call him into the room since he's not the sharpest knife in the drawer. Mm. Knock him out and see how many times we can do that before they catch on that nobody's coming out. And we got the keys so we can (laughs) lock it. And aren't magpies masters of mimicry? Mm, Corvids are. Sure, yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So let him talk so you can hear his voice and then call his friends in in his voice. Um, That's an excellent idea. The your your true counterparts do look like they do have a little bit of fight in them, but they definitely look kind of like they they've been like like addicts of some sort. Like they're scratching themselves. They're very weak. They could fight, but they're going to go down pretty quick, and they can't really do too much. Yeah, was, they'll have was, a very hard time doing anything. I was but hoping they we could avoid getting them in combat. Them mm-hmm. and they'll also follow your command. No check needed. So yeah, that's I, what you're going to do. You're going to call the guardian. That's my vote. Yeah. I like this idea. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I, I like that idea too. I try to call the guard in. Mm-hmm. Actually, don't Ava or uh, excuse me, a uh, penny. Don't you have the highest uh, charisma among us? Uh, I have the highest fast talker skill. I have the highest bonus, but my charisma is only, I only throw three D sixes. Okay. I have a fast talker of plus one and I have a four charisma. Hmm. What's yours, Maddox? I I have uh, four charisma, and I have manipulator too. I don't have fast talker. Well, let's try. I think manipulator would probably actually be more apropos to what we're trying to do. If you want to try to call the first one in, and after Ava hears his voice, then we use that voice to call the other ones in. Yeah. Ooh, do you I want like to try that? that? Okay, I I have an idea. Then um, I'm gonna go up to the door, uh, and I'm gonna uh, peek my head out, and I'm gonna say. Uh, hey man, uh, I need you to check on uh, Quill real quick. Can you come in here with us for a second? We just, we, we're still worried about her. Roll manipulator. Uh, eight. Eight total? Yes. Yep. And something positive happens because you got a super success. As you can tell, these rabbits aren't the sharpest tools in the shed. <laughs> so you're able to, you guys built really smart characters. Um, something positive. Uh, maybe he's talking to a friend and they both come in. Oh, so you can get two at once? Yeah. Yeah, he is actually talking to a friend. And he's also got a tattoo. They were actually kind of discussing, like, wait, they got out and then they wanted to go back in? That That's really... Well, I guess when they're... And then they look over and they see you go... And they kind of look at each other and, like, both of them. Well, since it's... Well, yeah, I'll say since it's two, he, he'll just follow in as well. You don't even have to make a check. Yeah, and I, I have an idea. So, like, you said that we can just um, command the, um, like, the originals, right? Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna command Quill to like, like the original Quill to lie down, like not breathing somewhere in the center of the room, or like no breathing but not moving, or like yeah, shallow nice. breathing. Yeah, k- kind of like. Now add um, plus one to and, your check. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna be waiting behind the door with the heaviest object I can to wang him in the head once the door closes. You somehow fan- <laughs> managed to find another the, trash can. I'm imagining like the uh, <laughs> the cat in the hat me with the hammer. <laughs> Essentially, yes, that is. <laughs> but with the trash can, like yeah, yeah. you could you could always find a trash <laughs> <Yeah, nice>. can. <laughs> there's a trash, the trash can. There's trash always a trash can. 
always. <laughs> In the watering hole, there's always a trash can. Yeah. <laughs> so two of them walk in, and two? you guys get to drop them. The frame starts. They're going to be able to t- retaliate. So they see, they see the bird. They come in deep, like deep into the room, and you guys can begin attacking, however you like. Um, since it's kind of it's dim in here, right? It's not like brightly lit. Yes. Uh, I'm going to like, as this is all happening, uh, I'm going to attempt to like quickly fall down on all fours and like trip both of them up. (laughs) Okay. So a grace check. But you can only target one. Okay. Um, But if you get, if you roll so really high, you can say you get both. Could this count as technical wrestler or would that be something different? Um, it's, it's up to you. Technical wrestler makes sense because you're doing a maneuver. All right. So, yeah, I'm just so trying to tangle up their grace. legs. Yep. I'm going to roll for one. Uh, not the best roll this time, but it's still good because I got a plus three. Uh, seven total. Oh, you got a super success. That's good. And you, yep. And like I said, you, you'll you deal har- one harm to the first one, but you'll trip up the second one. The second one I can't attack. Okay. So, I got an eight for mine. Is that a super success? Yeah. For hitting oh, it with a trash can? I have to roll for it. Yes. Okay. So my good thing I want to happen is instead of like I do hit him with the trash can, but hit him with it with the open side down. So he is in the trash can <laughs> and then trips over Errol and is now rolling through the room in the trash can. <laughs> so each of them take a one might and they neither of them can attack. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, I would like to do something as as, as well. Um, so, like with high energy, it says ability to finish a match combining combos. Like, if I do high energy, do I do something else, or do I like combine it with something that someone else does? Did? Yeah. What What you do is you add whatever your finisher move uses. Like, um, what would your finisher's dive bomb? So be grace plus some something with that has to do with grace. And what What do you have that has to do with grace? Would it be uh, high energy or is that stamina? Um, I have. Let me, let me um, take a oh, look I have at submission you. technician. I was thinking I could use that one, um, getting someone mm-hmm. to breakable hold. Well, you would like, use submission technician yeah. would be a part of your dive bomb. Then you would mm-hmm. add the in- high energy on top of it. Okay, yeah, I would like to do that because I would like to for um, I would like to use dive bomb to like roll the trash can into like a corner where you ab- like he cannot get out of it, like not even like the second, but just absolutely is just pinned between a wall and the trash can then the and the guys <laughs> behind the trash can as well nice you guys are working together yeah. and taking out the trash exactly. <laughs> with style go ahead and roll your dive bomb with uh, high energy because you're doing your finisher so do and i like add plus finisher, one plus two the or? bamboozling bird goes in for the dive bomb <laughs> uh do i add like a plus two from high energy or a plus two and a plus one from submission technician you add a plus two and a plus one. See, it would normally just be a submission technician. Okay. But since you're doing your finisher and saying it's your finisher, you add the higher energy. Yay. Okay. Um, yeah, I rolled. My highest was a four. Um, that's a plus three, plus seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's let me seven. Roll for it. It's not going to make it, but I was going to see how good of a roll it is. Okay. Yeah, that's a super success. So <laughs> add one little thing to it. Um, I would like both of them to be restrained and unable to move. Oh, they're both okay. So oh, and then you hit so thing. well. You actually the other one kind of gets 
tumbles somehow tumbles into the trash can as well and they both go roll and they hit the wall and you hear ding 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 from some from off from somewhere probably from the wrestling ring in the distance yeah you hear a ding 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 from the wrestling ring off in the distance from a match going on and one of them was would be taken out this round or this frame another one still has one hp so each of you dealt one hp to them um and now they're going to do their thing now, as a reaction, this is before all that happens. They'll be throwing um, a carrot at... The only ones that are throwing a carrot at are um, Maddox and the Thrash Panda, because they're the ones they, they see immediately. I was the behind bird. the door. Mm, but they'd be able to re- they'd be able to react to you. Well, where, wait, where was the bamboozling bird? Were you hiding as well? Oh, yeah, I'd definitely be hidden. Probably, like, up in the rafters, honestly. And then, like, they they, they see the mm-hmm. original quill on the ground. I'd be on the rafters, so they probably wouldn't even be thinking of that there's another mm-hmm. one. But they would both they would both attack. Uh, and wh- wait, where was Maddox? I mean, I was right out in the front. So if you want to attack me, I'll, just, both, have, I'll just have them both attack that's, you. That's acceptable. I was, because mm-hmm. I literally so was like, hey, for, guys, for come each, out here. So for each of these attacks, roll... Um, your dice and defense, which would be whatever your grace or your um your in was no 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 the uh what's it called um f- intestinal fortitude that's what I'm thinking. Um, Go ahead and roll that. Can it be one or the other, or does it have to be? It could be one or the other. Because my grace is way higher than my. I got a six. Yep, that hits. So yeah. Oh no 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 no! I didn't hit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm so used to you guys just <laughs> just wrecking them and saying you guys hit. No no no, it missed. And then go ahead and roll a second time for the other attack. Okay. Oh yeah, it missed, and something good happens, or no, something bad happens to them. I like this rolling five dice. I've rolled six like almost every single time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got a six on the second roll as well. Yep. So they're just floundering, and they won't be able to even attack next turn. But yeah, they all like tumble. So how it resolves is they are completely caught off guard. They throw their carrots just every which way. And you guys just completely do that combo. And they're both in the one trash can. One's knocked out and the other one's, or one's kind of wiggling. And it's like, uh, it just kind of gives up. The other one's like, uh, like screaming, like, and then a third um, ninja comes in. And and that begin and then the next frame begins. He's like, "What? What's going on? He, we, my bros, what, what's happening?" He's got a tattoo on as well. All three of these guys had tattoos. So next frame starts. Um, do we just? I would like. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Ignish. I would like to get him away from the door so we don't get swarmed by people. Yeah. So my attack, whatever it is, is going to be like. Think of in if we're doing WWA rules. I'm going to try to do, you know, where you grab him by the arm and throw him into the the other side of the ring. Kind of do that little you dosey can use, movement. You can use um, quick thinker because it just came out of the door and you're right at the door. So you're quick okay. thinking. He's like grab and throw him. Yeah. Would that be charisma based? No, no. Uh, excuse me. Uh, grace. Oh, in, okay. So because it's quick thinker. Then I your got... Your character actually uses his smarts before his muscles. And yeah. he's so smart, he knows exactly where to grab him, how to throw him. He's throwing at the throw of this rabbit. He's a, he's a I got a nine total. Oh, yeah. that's. I probably don't even need to roll. No. <laughs> uh, with that, yep, you absolutely grab him and toss him over and deal one harm when that happens. 
and then everyone else can go before he he'll go to attack he'll go to time to retaliate with throwing a carrot once he lands but we'll see if that hits later but that a super success by any chance do i get an extra good thing that happens you get an extra good thing okay he's in the trash can too (laughs) 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 all right then we have penny and errol or i should say um Maddox and the bamboozling bird. Or Quill. Shoot your stink into the trash can. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. I, I actually ha- that is amazing. I actually have a Just different so thing in mind. Just so you guys know, there mind. are still two with one HP left, essentially. I actually had a different idea in mind. Um, Quill, am I, so I am next, or... Either um, yeah, of you. You, you. It's all, it's all a frame. I, I, I don't know what to do. I'll, I'll probably like help whoever. I'll probably like assist um, you in some way or, I don't know, <laughs> okay. prepare. So uh, Pop Getter is for the crowd that's typically watching in this in a wrestling situation. But the only people here who are witnessing this are the other wrestlers that we're like rescuing. They would count. They would count. So I want to use Pop Getter to be like, Maddox, look. I got this from you. This is how you are. We don't just sit back and give up. We fight. <laughs> and I'm just going to try and like rile them up. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and roll. So it'll be a seven. Let's see. Oh, what, what did I roll? Oh, yeah. Okay. So you're rolling. You're, you're trying to inspire him, but you actually inspire all three. And they kind of, their eyes widen. They kind of, you kind of see the life come back into their eyes. They see themselves fighting and doing all this wrestling. And you guys are just like, and they just look at you guys like, that's us. We can, we can do that. And then they're, they kind of like start going up and they try to help as well. So they'll be acting this on this round as well, but they're not good. Oh, everyone except actual Quill. Quill, Quill is still playing dead. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, <laughs> I wasn't necessarily I was the other I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily trying to get them to like do the combat for us, but I'm just trying to get them motivated to be like not just giving up. Well, and- yeah, they they were motivated to engage in combat because they see themselves and they see themselves and wanna wanna help out because they're like, we should be doing this. We should be the heroes. We wanna be heroes too. And they they get except Quill. Quill is playing dead. She's not paying attention. <laughs> okay. I love that. Real Quill. So Doing a great job, Quill. They'll they join in this frame as well to attempt to help as well. But yeah, that was Pop Getter. And mm. you inspired them, so they'll both attempt. So and now it's Quill's turn. Yeah. Fake Quill. <laughs> Fake Quill. Um Yeah, so like I mean, it looks like everyone's got it handled. Is the door still open or has the door been closed? Um it's not gonna make any difference. You can say it's open or closed. Uh, okay, yeah, because if it's open, then I don't think uh, I don't think Quill can open doors because, like, you know, she's a bird. <laughs> you don't you don't see anyone else coming right away. Yeah, I, I'd like to like sneakily kind of peek my head out and see um, what the situation is outside. Like, if they're still gathered, student, if they're still be a student there. of the game. Yeah, I, I'd like to do like I guess yeah, student of the game. Mm-hmm. Three, five. Uh, oh, I rolled another six. That's great. Um, so that's an eight. For like sneakily seeing what's going up, gone outside, like how many are left and um, whether they're paying attention or whether they're somewhere else. Yeah, I just want to see like the surroundings. Mm-hmm. Um, you see a crowd of, well, not rabbits, but other um, woodland critters. They're actually looking around now that there's no one guarding the door and they're looking in and they see Quill and they're like, hi, Quill. <laughs> and then it just like, like lifts a wing like, there and goes like, 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 <laughs> And they're like, yeah. 
So we're safe. So save the watery hole. Yeah. They're cheering. They're cheering y'all silently. And they, they're, they smile. They're so happy. They look so happy and relieved to see you. And they walk away. <laughs> okay. So there's like happens. a crowd of, there's like just a that crowd of random people. Boost, boost your ego a second time. Nice. <laughs> so you get an extra plus one to your next charisma. Would the other ones Are, have seen it too? Um, mm-hmm. And like would other people have seen the crowd too? Like the other wrestlers? No, that's that's as far as what you saw out there. There were some wrestlers just passing by. They saw you and they're cheering you on. Ah, they didn't, didn't know you're doing good. They think nice. you're the real Quill. <laughs> yeah. Save the watering hole. But now, um, okay. With that, yeah. it's I think that was everyone this round. Yeah, but this like frame right, except for mm-hmm. the other yeah. ones. Yeah, I was asking specifically about like security guards and stuff. Do I do I see no no them? more security guards? You can see oh, no. There, there are no more. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna then fly back into the room and be like, um, no more of them. That that was all. Just uh, just those ones. But there, there's Ava, a crowd outside. A little bit. Ava slipped out. She was on her. She, she pulled out her phone. She's like, "Oh, I'm here too. Uh, good job, guys." Uh, yep, pretty much. <laughs> She's like, "Something exciting's happening." Yeah, that, that, that was that was totally Ava, and, and not the player um, completely butchering the accent that she just made up for Penny. <laughs> um, yep, yeah, totally Ava. Let me roll for well, the for if it the makes other. You feel better. I did that growly voice one time and was like, nope, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you see real um, Thrash Panda and real Maddox go to the uh, trash can. You see Maddox hit, hit some stink in the trash can and then real Maddox is taking out the... He kind of strains because he is a little bit drunk with trash and he throws it. <laughs> Oh, let me roll for them real quick. <laughs> oh yeah, they they made it. Yeah, they, they, they just made. It. And then the the trash can kind of rolls over, and they spill out, and they just kind of and they're just kind of laying there, and they just start oh. whining like, eh, eh. and then they all like, poof, poof, poof. you see them explode into like like clouds of hay, and they leave behind a little <laughs> little sack <laughs> of hay with the symbol on it. Oh, and so- that's it. Real quick, I would like to look around the room at the water pipes and things you said mm-hmm. that are here. And can I sabotage this in such a way as to break this water system that they are using to taint oh, the water? I'll go ahead and give you a common sense check. Um, or you don't have to roll anything. It's just common sense. Using your adventurous intuition, you can tell that this is like the water supply and the water storage for the watering hole, which is this this area you're in and there's there's nothing being contaminated they're they're siphoning water from the source and putting it into the water bottles with the chemical okay so, so the chemical this, i have the water's fine this is just a source it's similar to like in a hair raising wedding where they had like the water storage area this mm-hmm. is this area's water storage area gotcha okay so then, that's what you can discern so you don't have to break anything else so I, know, we- I know Thrash Panda wants to thrash things, but... <laughs> so I'm going to turn to Thrash Panda and Maddox and the real us and ask us, so who did this to you? Was it the manager? They, they're they scratching. We need medical assistance. Yes, it was Bhakti manager. Okay. And they're scratching their well, necks. They need medical attention. And I'm sure you guys are going to take them to the infirmary and have them checked yeah. out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is a great place to head off and go off to our break. Joining us this session were, well, 
Not Ava. Well, Ava a bit. Ava, Ava's in town <laughs> shopping and, and shadowing her father. But Penny, the pseudo-dragon. Hello, everyone. Yes, it's me, Penny. Ignatius. I could get used to hitting people with trash cans. And Errol. Man, this stinks. <laughs> <laughs> and before we head out, we have a review. Oh, right. Yeah, the review. Um, <laughs> you, know you, didn't, you guys didn't get enough of uh, Ava's voice. I'm going to read it in her voice. <clears throat> so, um, Birdie, Bert 13, yeah, Bert 13 wrote, Five breathing kittens is such an interesting concept. It's cool to learn about all the different options and mechanics for RPGs you can play, and the rotating cast of characters is always fun. We'll recommend for anyone looking to explore RPG options or just listen to some lighthearted fun. So, right. yeah, thank you for your review. Um, if you would like to hear more from us, please uh, leave us a review of your own. Awesome. Thank you for reading that. Goodbye, everyone. See you when we come back. Bye. Bye. This episode's intermission shout out is from lonely underscore dude underscore underscore who says, quote, The Right Brew by K.C. Kendricks, book number nine in the Men of Marionville collection, Contemporary Gay Romance, end quote. And that's spelled R-I-G-H-T, the right brew. I just thought I'd clarify, because it could be W-R-I-T-E, but it is R-I-G-H-T, the right brew. Okay. End quote. Yeah. No, wait, I already did that. Anyway, so you can arrange for us to read your shout out at firebreathingkittenspodcast.com through our partnership with Buy Me a Coffee. We've got books free to read on Amazon and audiobooks free to listen to on Audible. And we don't pay to advertise this show, so if you want to tell somebody about us, that's probably the only way they'll ever hear about us. Thank you. Welcome back to the Fire Breathing Kittens. Last we left off, well, let's have Errol give us a recap. Yes, um, so we had a job flyer at the Guild Hall and promptly made our way to uh, meet with uh, Bixby Coppertongue. Um, at his garage, I believe. And there he informed us that he had a friend, uh, an individual known as Didos de los Pies Centeras Felices, also <laughs> known as Happy Feet. And um, Happy Feet is a roadrunner who was wearing a bag of shame over his head. And he was looking for um, adventurers to help him... Uh, help him recover his uh, prodigies who were supposed to be uh, helping him defeat uh, his arch nemesis, who was known as Fergazo de Suavemente, um, a large emu. Uh, and then Bixby transformed us into his uh, wrestling um, students. Uh, and then we took the form uh, it was... It was Errol, me, uh, Ignatius, as well as Penny, rather than Ava. And Ava is off doing her um, side jobs, uh, letting letting Penny handle the light work as Quill. Um, and then we, when we first arrived, we encountered a rabbit folk with a uh, Q, almost like a, a circle with a comma coming out of it, similar to a Q tattoo on his cheek. Um, we... He was selling, he was uh, handing out water and Quill had drank some and it turns out the water was like mildly psychoactive. Um, and so we like 
kind of foiled his entire operation and kind of bullied him a little bit and beat him up. Uh, he proceeded to spill some of the beans, and we learned that Bakhti, uh, a member of the Deep Ooze Guild, is operating the wrestling situation as well as handing out poisoned or tainted water. Uh, and it looks like Arlie had brought her family into it to try to go undercover to change the way things were going somehow or gain information. I'm not sure how that works exactly. But they're involved in this whole uh, get-up. So we decided to go to the root of the problem, and we found the... We found our co- uh, counterparts, the prodigies, uh, the original Quill, Maddox, and Thrash Panda, um, and we foiled their operation of, uh, they were being forced to tank the water supply and make these bottled waters that were poisoned, that were going to like alter people's brain chemistry. Uh, we released them, we beat up some security guards, and we kind of helped the wrestlers recover their their spirit a little bit and um that's where we left off and then now we're looks like we're going to try and take them to the infirmary so far that's correct and as i i made a bunch of different paths for you guys to take and you guys are already on a path and already at one of the endings i've created i've titled fbk to the rescue so you lead the prodigies out of the storage room and enter the infirmary when you get there, Suavemente, the wrestler you guys are supposed to take on, is there attending to his knee. What the bloody hell is going on here? After explaining the situation, he asks you to go confront the manager. When you get to his office, the manager is seen scrambling to gather his things. The manager is Bhakti, while his bodyguard and three security guards prepare to fight. All right. Hey, Bhakti, <laughs> I have a... Uh energy drink here i'd like you to taste uh, uh, fire breathing fire breathing kittens what are you uh, man uh, he starts shuffling through his stuff is like georgie georgie go go deal with them uh bear clan he oh he reaches under his desk hits a buzzer and three oh i already said they're here never mind <laughs> so they're already here they're actually already like he's already preparing to pack up his things and leave so frame begins. You guys have to stop Bhakti from trying to escape and take all of his stuff. He's got a bu- looks like he's gathering a bunch of documents from his desk. Um, <laughs> is is there a certain? Do we see a method of escape in the vicinity? Like like is there an escape pod or like a transporter or like what? Um, from what you've gathered from how everyone's been kind of um, poofing in and out. Looks like he's just going to gather the stuff and then poof away. Hmm. So he's busy trying to gather things right now. He can't really get out of the way. And he's got a bodyguard and three security guards here trying to stop you from stopping him. Hmm. That's the current situation. So it's us three. Is uh, Suavemente there with us? Um, Suavemente's back at the infirmary dealing or tending to the... The prodigies. It's just you guys. Oh, he, wait. He's tending to the prodigies? He's like... I kind of rushed you villain? No, no. That, wait, what? <laughs> you guys I, were like on the fast track. <laughs> <laughs> FBK to the rescue. 
Wait, yeah, because I don't. What the bad guy? Like, guy we're supposed I'll, to take I'll down. I'll explain it real quick because you guys are are locked into this fight. But no, he's actually a good guy. Oh, oh okay. But he stole Happy Feet's mask and fought dirty. But Happy Feet's not a good guy. <laughs> we'll explain that later. Like I say, FBK and okay. rescue. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save the day. Kickboxed <laughs> his ass. Wait, we, but like. Oh, hold on. Weren't we offered like 150,000 gold to, to... You were. <laughs> but now you guys have, like like I say, I kind of, you're kind of locked into this because you went to the, like, there's not going to be a match right now. And he's not going to be fighting you because you guys went to the infirmary and you guys have the actual, like, the you guys pretend to be them, brought in the doubles. And he was like, what the hell is going? And you guys explained, huh. I, I pretty much kind of railroaded saying you guys explain what's going on he's like okay go to bakti's office and and stop him and now you guys are rushing there and he's already had head of your plans and he's trying to escape now i i get what you're saying so okay. yeah you, you guys the, you guys were just you guys were just like going the, the, going and rescuing them. the rivalry of the roadrunner has nothing to do with the plot that we uncovered while we were here essentially you solved the mystery without even knowing there was a mystery yes <laughs> okay. yeah but how about the hundred fifty thousand gold <laughs> like if i'm not getting like, paid i'm not yeah, fighting but, anybody i'm exactly like she, i'm she a was, gun for hire not a good guy yeah like, <laughs> she, she was only here because she was promised pay but like if uh so she would be like um well aren't you the guy aren't you the guy that we're supposed to fight like um that this this roadrunner guy's paying us um 150,000 gold to fight you like no, did, he, are, are you gonna he, offer us more if we don't fight you he, he, so he's meant paying to us explain to you whatever they're paying you i'll pay, i'll compensate you so you're good how and about also, you do devil we were getting paid to rescue the students, not fight Suavemente. Oh, oh, really? Okay, that was what we were getting paid to do. Wait, wait, okay. no, no, you were being paid to fight Suavemente. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's oh, like the I thought we were fighting the students. <laughs> there was I, a little bit of miscommunication, I believe. But no, he wanted you to... He wanted you to... You guys didn't really... It's weird because the order you asked him questions made it seem like he wanted you to find the kids, but really, he didn't care if you really paid attention to ask them, like, good... like like really zeroed in on the questions. He didn't really care about the kids. He cared about his honor. <laughs> oh, okay. I missed <laughs> he wanted that. to restore his honor and have you guys fight suavemente. He just wanted you guys to pretend to be his kids or the kids, his students to go in there, fight suavemente and restore his honor. Okay. He's like, I don't know what happened to them. And I'm asking distant. him to pay me, pay us more <laughs> so that we go with his plan. <laughs> he says, yes, whatever. Yes. I'll, I'll do whatever devil, whatever you got. Okay, now now we can go on. <laughs> because again, my character's only here for the money. <laughs> so you guys are good double. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um All right. So you guys are here at the office. You go and yeah, Bhakti is trying to escape and the frame begins. Like I said, it's Bhakti. He's behind the desk gathering paperwork and information. His bodyguard, which Errol knows is Georgie Borgi is kind of putting himself between you and him. Um, and then you have three of those ninja rabbits, all with the tattoos. Is the bottle that held the uh, the drug that they were putting in the water, is that made of glass? It's plastic. Okay, so plastic exists in this world? I, I'd assume, yeah. Maybe. Okay. I'm sure. Um, 
I mean, sour cream and onion chips do, so. That's fair. Yep. <laughs> so I'm going to take the top off the bottle and throw it right at that guy's face, trying to get it as much into his mouth as I can. Oh, which guy? The Bakhti, yeah. The the manager. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's going to be, let's see, that'd be, it's a, well, it's quick thinking. Yeah, it's awesome. quick thinker. I like that. That's that's the one I'm good at. And that's going to be against, yeah, he's going to have to try to dodge that. So let me roll for that. Dodge a 10, mother liquor. <laughs> <laughs> I roll oh, a six yeah. and I have plus four. That definitely hits and it actually deals like I say, the uh, like in in ring psychology damage, so brain damage to him, and something positive happens. I'm gonna say the him. bottle goes in his mouth nozzle first, and he drinks all of it, <laughs> or at least a couple of swallows before he can get it out of his mouth. And this is the concentrated drug. I didn't put it in any water. I threw that sucker straight in his mouth. He's gonna be too distracted to gather any paperwork or any information at all when you do that. So yeah. That works. Mm. I would like to fly past, try to fly past the bodyguard and like take all the papers and stuff out of his, out of his hands. Um, like, and have a quick glance oh, at not the bodyguard. It's just Bhakti. The bodyguard is trying to protect Bhakti. Yeah, exactly. But like there's a bodyguard in front of us, like between us and Bhakti, right? Yes. I've yeah. already stopped Bhakti from collecting any papers. He's not getting anything. That's yeah. what Eric, uh, that's what uh, GM just said. And I, I would like to just like, um, like he's not getting any more, right? But then I want to knock the ones that he has out of his hands and read them, see what they are. Like, just skim over them quickly. Oh, okay. Um, um, that would be, man, that would be working fast. So I would say that'd be a grace check. I have quick thinker. So quick okay. thinker. Grace. Oh, you could, you could use quick thinker. Quick thinker is, is a psychology. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to use psychology. Using quick thinker to kind of scan over the documents. Okay. That's something for you. Six total. Six total. Okay. That's enough to... So you glean through all the all the documents. And one that stands out is a deed to a, of a farm called Goldberry Farm. Hmm. Okay. I'll snatch that with my little magpie claws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You, heard, you remember hearing earlier that he bought the farm. Hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah, the, the the Baird clan's farm, so, okay. We could probably sell it back to him. <laughs> yeah, or sell it to someone else. He has some more money. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your move, and then it's Errol's turn, or um, Maddox's turn. Yes, Um. so Maddox, well, okay, Errol as Maddox. Errol sees Georgie Porgy and is instantly like, mm, you sucker punched me. Um, I... Originally was going to go after Bacti, but it seems like they've kind of got that covered, and I've got a vendetta. So I'm going to use Technical Wrestler, and I want Georgie to think that I'm going after Bacti in order to stop him. I'm going to try and loop around behind him and grab him by the neck and, like, pull him down. What is it called a stunner, where you grab them from behind by their neck and slam them on your shoulder? Yeah. I'm going to stun him. Slam him on his shoulder? Okay. What what would you like to target? Which of the stats? Would that be stamina to, like, paralyze him? Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm. Since most of my weight's going to be on his neck, I'm definitely trying to, like, you know, make him not want to get off the ground. Let me see what I'd roll. Okay. Um, go ahead and... Wait a second. That would be... 
Yep, go ahead and roll for grace or roll your grace and whatever associated skill. Yeah, I'm using technical wrestler for this, so it'd be eight. Eight, you got eight total? Yes. Ooh. Okay, you got seven total. He rolled pretty high. He's got he's actually he actually knows he's got like some some armor underneath like his suit jacket. So he's actually able to tank a bit more. And he looks a lot more like trained than he than he last was. Like he's been training since you last seen him. But you're able to get you don't get any you don't get anything special on top of this. Okay, that's fine. So yeah, you you deal a harm to him though. But he still looks like he's got plenty of fight in him after you do that. All right. All right. And then oh, that's all three of you. So all that will resolve along with everyone else's attacks. So I'm gonna go ahead and handle them next. So you dealt one harm to Bhakti. It was psych- psychological damage, and you dealt one harm to Georgie Porgy, and it was grace damage, trying to kind of paralyze him a bit. All right, and then you grab that document. I think that's all you did, right? Yeah, you're able to grab the document. I was able or to skim I, I through it to, and then and then hmm? yeah, like skim through the document, see if there's anything of interest, and grab the one of interest and try to try to get back mm-hmm. past the bodyguard. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, you're able to do that. This fine. Mm-hmm. All right, so, um. What what happens is Georgie Porgy is actually going to the one who attacked Bhakti, he's gonna go up to the one that attacked Bhakti. So you'll you'll jump on his back after this this is the order. He'll attack um ugh, so, so many names to remember. He'll attack uh Thrash Panda and he takes out like a he, he, no, he doesn't even have any weapon. He just takes his fist and he goes to like punch it, does a signature punch in the gut on on this raccoon. And that'll be, let's see. I will roll my intestinal fortitude as my counter to that. Just mm-hmm. flex real hard, I guess. Mm-hmm. What'd you get? Uh, give me just a second. Uh, I rolled a six. Would tenacity come into play with this? Because I have the skill tenacity. No, tenacity is a social. That's like intimidate. Okay, gotcha. Then I got a six. Um, he gets a super success. Well, you, well, he gets a super success on you because he got a nine. So yeah, he's, he's got a strong arm and he goes to gut punch you. You'll take one harm in, in, I would say stamina because he's gut punching you. And then you actually, let's, let's see what's, what else happens? What else, what else bad would happen? Okay. When he punches you in the gut, you're actually, you're actually going to take a negative one. To your next attack because it knocked the wind out of you and weren't expecting such a heavy punch. You were you were fighting these rabbits so much that you that you weren't really like bracing for you were bracing for impact, but you weren't expecting to hit you this hard. Okay. So now you're gonna be disoriented. You'll take a negative one to your next to your next attack to your next attack roll. And now that'll be what it resolves there. And then after that, then Maddox actually does the stunner on him. The Bear Clan um, rabbits are all going to be attacking you guys, throwing carrots. Um, they're going to see there's three of you. There's three of them. They're each going to throw a carrot. One's going to throw one at, going to throw the first one at Maddox. Second. So it rolls a four against Maddox. And I can choose, I'm going to use grace for this. Rolls a four against, um, Thrash Panda. I rolled a six. And it rolls a six against... Uh, Quill, the bamboozling bird. And what do I roll? Yes, this. You roll either your grace or your intestinal fortitude. I'll roll grace, and I got a six. Okay, so it just 
hit. So he hits, but something bad happens. He throws his carrot and then he trips. <laughs> he just falls on his face. It hits you and deals one in your and deals one in your might or stamina. stamina deals okay. one damage to your stamina. But he just falls flat on his face and goes ow. And he's going to spend the next the next frame trying to get up. Okay. <laughs> uh, I got a four GM. I don't remember what they rolled against me. Um, let me roll the. Oh, they rolled a four against you too. So both of them did the did the exact same thing. You got hit as well. You took one um, damage in stamina okay. or one harm, I should say, and it fell down as well. So only one rat, one rabbit looks at the other one and is like, "Get up, you dummies!" And they're like, "Okay," and they start slowly getting up faster. And then who else can go? Oh yeah, Bakti can go. So Bakti's like, <laughs> he looks at. You trying to, or he looks at Wait, didn't Quill Bakhti trying to punch me in the stomach. I mean, wait, that no, Georgie Porgy punches. Georgie right, Porgy should have punched Errol in the stomach. I threw the bottle at uh, Bakhti. That's, I mean, that's why I said I, I got confused. Okay, so what happened was he did punch you because he was going after the one going or attacking Bakhti. After he attacked, see, all this stuff happens at the same time. So I'm choosing the order that events happen. You guys didn't go all go before them. It all happens at the same time. He's targeting you because you were targeting Bhakti. And then after he punched you in the gut, um, then um, Maddox did the okay. did the stunner on him. I'm following you. And I, I and what and what I was saying is Bhakti actually doesn't go now because he's preoccupied drinking the water. That was what you got. So he doesn't actually get to go. Hmm. Okay. All right, and that's the end of the first frame. Everyone took their damages, and everyone's. Bhakti's, Bhakti's taken one damage, Georgie Porgy's taken one damage, and you've taken the documents, and each of you took, I believe, one harm each. Oh, no, no, everyone, no, just, no, all of you taken one harm each. That's right. All right, so it goes up to the next round, or next frame, I should say. Hmm. I'm going to try to drop kick. Uh, oh, and Bhakti. by the way, if you guys want to wait until I say what they want to do, you can to kind of react, if you want to. I just want to knock out Bhakti. I feel like he's the mastermind of all this, so I'm going to go after him tenaciously. Mm-hmm. So you're using tenacity? You're, you're targeting uh, social skill? No, what I'm actually going to social- do is try to jump across the table and drop kick him and use technical wrestler. Mm. Okay. So technical wrestler, that would use grace? Uh, seven total. Seven total. Let me roll for this. So he sees it coming, and he's going to wait, roll for this one second. Oh, nope, you get a super success. So he's trying to get away. He's trying to get the documents. Um, Quill's stopping him. You threw water at him. He's drinking. He coughs it up. He throws the water bottle, and then he sees you just running up. It's like, it's time to take out the trash, <laughs> Do I imagine. And you go to drop kick him. Yep, I drop kick him, and the extra good thing I want to happen is knock him over. And he steps in the like the waste bin next to him and falls over. Okay. <laughs> so now he's in a trash can. Okay. Can I, can I react to this with the bodyguard so he can react to you because he's going to attack you again um, since you're attacking? Okay, but he's no, that's not fair because mm-hmm. Errol's already stunned him. He'd have to deal with Errol before he comes after yeah, me. Now Errol's got him on the ground. And well, he, I actually I actually want to do something to make him mm-hmm. try to prevent him from retaliating. Like I want to try to do some bishop te- technician actually. On him. Okay. Try to put him in a hold. Oh, uh, okay. Go ahead. Um. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> the way I'm doing this is again, 
uh, when a bird starts dive bombing people, they have an instinctual fear to get away from it, <laughs> and I rolled a seven total. So like, um, so like pinning him to the ground and threatening to bite sometimes works. Let's see if it works this time. I rolled a seven. <laughs> Ooh, I, he rolled a six. So you 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 succeed with no no bonuses, no penalties. You just succeed right on the money. So, yep, you you dive on. Yep, I've and, got him in a hold, and he's he's not moving because yep, he's getting get yep, bit. He's His he's held down just like, he's held down just like that <laughs> rabbit was before. And he's ah, ah. it looks like he's completely out of options as far as fighting. It looks like he's not going to be able to do anything. You're just holding him down now. Oh yeah, because I'm on his forehead and I'm like threatening. I'm just like, if you move, you know, you're going to get your eyes pecked out. <laughs> okay, you want to get your eyes pecked out? Then don't move. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of eyeing like. Uh, uh. So he's not moving at all. So Bhakti is pretty much out of the game so long as you're as so long as you're uh grappling him. As as far as Georgie Porgy goes, if I see him mm-hmm. uh heading back towards uh the thrash panda, I have mm-hmm. a I have a move I'd like to do before he tries to do that. Yes, you see that he is gonna go for the guy who is attacking his boss, so you can retaliate and it might go ahead and stop him. I want to try and use manipulator and I'm going to call him a coward to his face and tell him to co- come oh, back here. Oh, to try to got it. And face me like a like a fighter. Nice. Okay, so you're going you're attacking his uh are you going to make this attack? This is a an attack is This is a manipulator. This is charisma check. I'm basically mm-hmm. calling him a coward and trying to play on his pride to get him to focus on me. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Go ahead and roll it. I got a six and I have a plus two, so eight. Nice. Yeah, he's he's really buff now, but he's still stupid as you remember. So you definitely you got a super success on that. So, <laughs> and for the for the audience, it's not called a super success. I'm just calling it that. It's called a conjunction. So whenever they get a, a high enough roll or a low enough roll, you add an and or a but. At the, at the end of it, depending on how high they rolled or how low they rolled. And if something successful happens for the players, they get to choose what, what happens. That's why I say you choose what happens. But if something bad happens, I choose what happens. So when I say they're getting a super success, they, they're rolling higher than than one higher than the, than the um, difficulty level. And the difficulty levels, I'm rolling like 2d6 and I'm choosing the highest of the d6. But they don't really have any bonuses that are D6s, and they do. So it's because they're professional wrestlers, so they're usually ro- they're usually always able to roll a 6, like a 5 or a 6, and then they're always able to roll something above 6. So it's pretty easy to take these untrained professional, these non-professionals, these newbies out. See. But, yeah, so when I say super success, that's what's happening. He's getting something, something special happening. So, yep, you do that. It deals... Some psychological damage to him. He turns around. Now he's facing you. And anything special you want to ha- add to that? Um, I just, I really want to face off with him. Like, I want him focused on me and just to fight mm-hmm. me. Right. And Well, oh, he was already going to do that. I'll, yeah, I'll is, say is you thing? get, uh, since you're prepared and you're right in your, in your prepare for him to, like, gut punch you again, you'll get a plus one to your defense, to your defense roll against him. Okay. Next defense. That'll roll. work. Uh, and this this is the guy that I'm currently have a hold on. Okay, so I I, I can drop no, my no 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 no. This is this is he he's he's taunting Georgie Porgy, which is a wolf, which is this tall wolf bodyguard, 
and you're you're grappling Bhakti, who oh, is okay. the who is the mastermind in the little the little frail mink person. Jo- Georgie oh, was okay. acting as his bodyguard, and he was going to attack anybody who's trying to get Bhakti. Yeah, like th- th- that's why I was atta- actually attacking the Georgie Porgy guy. I was trying to attack the bodyguard for him from harming. Oh, I thought. <laughs> Oh, I thought yeah. yeah, I thought you went for Bhakti. But if if it's if it's if like the rolls, if you rolled for Bhakti, then okay, I'll, I'll be going for Bhakti then. Yeah, I, I, I rolled for Bhakti. I'm yeah. sorry. Okay, then then in that case, uh, yeah, I'd I'd be having I would be keeping Bhakti in the hold. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. yep, with my with my beak clamped on his nose and ready to peck his eyes out if he moves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> Miscommunication there. So I think that was everyone uh, for the players, right? So Georgie Porgy is going to immediately go to gump punch. Um, ah, man. It's, M- Maddox. Uh, Maddox, thank you. I was, well, Thrash Pandit, no, Errol, no. <laughs> it's Maddox. So he goes to gut punch Maddox. This is going to be, let's see. Ooh, okay. Go ahead and roll. And I get a plus one for this, right? Yeah, you got a plus one against this attack. I got a six. Yes. Oh, it didn't help. He got he got a max roll with all of his bonuses. He got ten total. Oof. So he punches you, and then when you let a like a ah like he recognized your voice is like wait a minute I know who you are and now he recognizes your arrow somehow, and now he now he really wants to take you out. He doesn't even care about the job anymore. So you oh you take one harm in stamina. Okay. So you guys' attention a little too hard. <laughs> That's fine. And then Bhakti, like I say, incapacitated at the moment, held down by, held down by Quill, aka Penny, aka Ava. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's one Bear Clan, and the Bear Clan is going to, well, he's going to look around and, wait, what, what was uh, Thrash Panda doing? What did Thrash I Panda do? I dropped his Bhakti. Okay, he's going to he's going to throw a carrot at you. One second, let me roll this. Okay, go ahead and roll. Better of your whichever you want, grace or um, what's it called? Intestinal fortitude. Thank you. Um, they got highest... such they got such weird names for the intestinal fortitude is strength. <laughs> Stamina yeah. is is like constitution. Charisma is well charisma. Um, <laughs> in ring psychology is intelligence. And what's the other one I'm not thinking of? Grace. Um, Grace. Grace is dexterity. So they've got very unique names, but they're but they're a mouthful and they're hard to remember. So whenever I blank, that's why. But I'm sorry. What did you roll? A five. A five. Oh, a five total. Yes. Oh no, that actually hit, but just on the money. So you just take one harm in stamina. I only have one stamina left, guys. That's all I. That's um, all I you, got left. Actually, with you guys, if you guys, you guys don't drop down until three of your stats go to zero. So, the only thing that happens if your stamina goes down to zero is that you can't use really any more stamina skills. Um. What? So I know most of the attacks are, atta- are targeting stamina now, but what if I if my stamina goes to zero? What stat does it target next, or do they have to use a different ability? Wait, I just remembered something. It doesn't actually. They can't actually. Can they target a specific? They if they they try to go for something else, they go for the next closest associated one. That's how I'm mm-hmm. going to rule it. Okay. But for the listeners out there, I think I may have this wrong. Maybe they can't target. Maybe they just target the highest one 
in a certain order, or maybe they can target. You can target one. by targeting certain body parts. Yeah, and most of them are just going for main body shots. Yeah, the nature of harm will suggest the stat affected head or central nervous system brains, mm -hmm. which is our in ingrained in ring psychology. Face, neck, mouth, or skin would be charisma. Limbs, digits, joints, or spine would be grace. Major organs or stomach intestines would be health, which is what we've ruled to be stamina. Muscles, bones, or nerves would be, uh, it says might, so that would be our uh, mm -hmm. guts, I guess, or whatever that is, the intestinal mm -hmm. fortitude. And then brains, drugs, pain, our duress is psyche. Yeah, you're looking at core, so. Yeah, that's, it's, what it, that's what it explains mm -hmm. how to do the damage. Yeah, psyche mm -hmm. is in-ring psychology, I think, in this. In the, psyche in the, and okay. mind is in-ring psychology, yeah. But I think the rule I'm thinking of is once something drops to zero, then it starts targeting the your highest stat. Your highest. You know what I mean? It starts oh. targeting your highest stat. If it, if it has nothing else to go in that one, it targets the highest stat. Okay. Other stat. That makes so sense. So if let's say your stamina went down, your in-ring psychology is the highest, it would start targeting that. And then it would start, like it just go to the next highest for all of them. I understand. Yeah. I think that's what I'm thinking of. So yeah, we're good. So, yep, it goes to the next frame. Bhakti is held down. Georgie Porgy, absolutely going after Errol now that he knows who he is. And all three rabbits are still up and at it. Yeah, I would actually like to do something about that, about the three rabbits. Um, mm -hmm. I would like to try to fast talk them into believing that the situation is hopeless, that they're, that Bhakti is going to jail, and if they continue to attack us, they're going to as well. And to focus their attention on um, on the bodyguard. I want to try to fast talk them into that. <laughs> so, like, basically showing that the situation is going much, much worse than they probably think it is for them. Wait, explain what you're you're trying to do it to the bodyguard as well, or no, just to that? the to the rabbits. I, I want the rab I want to get the rabbits to start attacking the bodyguard. Um, <laughs> that's a little bit too much to ask for. You can say that's like a bonus if you roll high enough. Yeah, like, and you would only be yeah. able to really target one rabbit. Oh, I can only target one. Uh, which one? Uh, it's still it still work and it still makes sense if it yeah like if it works, but only one. I I want to use fast talker and um if. If not, like, making them target that guy, like, that, that's, like, the ultimate goal that I'm going for, then at least make them stop for a second and consider their actions. I, I mm -hmm, want to distract them. Mm -hmm. I want to use I want to use fast-talking skills. So, yep, use charisma, and yep. I don't think you've used charisma since you got that bonus, right? Uh, oh, right, uh, wait. Yeah, you got a, you got a bonus. No, I, I don't think I did, yeah, so I get a bonus. I get a plus one to my mm -hmm. roll, right? Just a bonus plus one? Yeah, okay. Because so, your ego. <laughs> all right, so, um, this time... Uh, <laughs> Quill's eyes are gonna glow red again, and Ava's gonna come out. And actually, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say what she says after I determine whether or not it succeeds, because I could roll really crap. Like I did, yeah. Okay, an eight. I got an eight total. An eight? Oh no! Oh, wait, oh wait. I'm sorry. I'm looking. So I rolled two d sixes and it totals it. I was looking at the total, which said nine. <laughs> but no, I'm supposed to go with the highest of the two d sixes, which was a five. You said you rolled a what was it? Eight total. An eight. Okay, you got, you got a success with um, an added bonus, and yeah, right. you want to do what like what we planned. Yeah, so you... like um, mm -hmm. like yeah, so um, her eyes are gonna glow red, and she's gonna turn to them and say, "Listen, y'all, Bacti's gonna go to jail soon, and probably to hell. If you want to follow him, then keep on attacking us. But if you if you want to get your noses clean, start attacking that bodyguard. Okay." How I'll role play <laughs> this is 
you do kind of speak to the three and two of them kind of stand their guard like they're holding the grip. But one kind of looks really guilty and like closes his eyes. I want to go to jail. I miss my mama. I miss my farm. Like, this is all your fault. And he just points at the wolf. He's like, what? Wait, what I'll do, man? And then he throws a carrot at him. <laughs> so he'll throw a carrot at the wolf. Like he got confused and <laughs> flustered and threw the carrot at that guy. Yeah, because I'm going to say, this is going downhill real quick. You guys are going to lose this fight. So if, if, if you want to stay out of jail, start attacking this guy right now. You, you only flustered one and the <laughs> yep. other two heard you. But they're not. And it's not that you, you didn't affect them, but they are, are still going to be fighting you guys. <laughs> It's just one was really affected. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and well. and started attacking the, like the wolf folk, uh, Georgie Porgy by by accident. Nice. Like just out of just out of panic. That's exactly what I was going for. Perfect. <laughs> okay, yeah, that, okay. that's that's my turn. That was trying you. to distract them and turn them against each other. Hmm. Does anyone else wanna go? Uh before I do something? Back D. Um I've seen other folk teleport how exactly do they do it is it like they say a magic word they make a magic symbol they they do hand gestures like you would see in naruto like ninjas okay and then, then i'm gonna stomp on his fingers and break his hand so he can't teleport away mm-hmm. okay go ahead and do that what would go that roll would your... that be quick thinker since i'm trying to quickly think of how to stop him from getting away um, and in fact, I'm going to improvise a weapon and do mm. it and use his desk chair to slam onto his hands. Uh, because chair. Okay. Okay. I'm going to yeah, hit him with that. the chair. <laughs> <laughs> That's brutal. I love it. <laughs> See, I rolled a, another six with my plus four for plus for quick thinker. So another 10 to break his fingers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me roll this. Yeah. He's not doing too good. Let's see. Well, it's a total 10? 10. Yeah, you definitely do that. And what's, what's something positive that comes out of this? Um, I've actually pinned his hand to the ground. Like, when I mm-hmm. smashed his hand, it went through the hand and pinned him to the ground. So not only can he not teleport away, he physically cannot get away at this point. Mm-hmm. Without he somebody wins, coming and getting the chair the out. It's like, no! Ugh, damn, you fire-breathing kittens. Yeah, he looks like he looks like he's definitely not going to be able to get away, get out of this one. All right, so that was that's going to be what he does. Well, he'll be able to act before you do that. Not well, actually, no, he can't. <laughs> you guys are just bullying this. Guy. He's he's on the ground. He's grappled. He's pinned. You're making sure he's not going to get away. Is yeah. it considered bullying if this guy was literally trying to poison people and was using mindless slaves? I don't consider that mm-hmm. bullying. I consider exactly. that justice. You guys are, you guys yeah. are, yep, justice. Yeah, th- this guy's going to jail justified. and then he's going yeah. to hell after that too. Because <laughs> um, Ava knows who he is, he, so she's going to find him. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, not going to end well for him and the two, and the two and, rabbits who are attacking us. <laughs> and Maddox now. Your turn. Okay, so um, is there something tall nearby that I can climb on top of? Uh, there's a potted plant. A pot- <laughs> oh, the actual description of this room. Let me describe it to you real quick. I didn't describe the manager's room. Uh, description, description. Here we go. Um, past the ornate wooden door guarded by a tattooed rabbit folk is a lavishly decorated room. The walls and furnitures are in a 1920s art deco style. Uh, if there's any kind of handholds 
on the like the wall or if there's like an archway with any kind of handhold to it, I would like to like climb atop it and do like a flying elbow into Georgie Porgy's neck. Oh yeah. And I'm going to use high flyer for this. Mm -hmm. I imagine in the last frame you, after you did the uh, stunner, he grabbed you and then punched you and you, and he says, Oh, I know who you are now. And you're like, <laughs> and you jump onto the wall and you climb up and you go to do a, what was that again? You said a flying you elbow to the head and or neck. Right. Mm -hmm. And I got a nine. Mm -hmm. Let me roll for mine real quick. Up, oh, you hit. Wait a second. Oh, this is just defense. Okay, you hit. You hit, and something good happens. Hmm. Get a positive effect. Um, I would like it just to knock him for a loop and hopefully give him a a, a negative to his next roll if he attacks me. Or mm -hmm. oh, a negative one. Kind of disorient him. Mm -hmm. So wait, how many times has everyone attacked Georgie Porgy? I think just you attacked him. It's me. Twice. I've attacked mm -hmm. him like three times now. But I. Oh, that's okay. That's right. So, I, okay, I see what's going to happen. He's going to. Oh, you want to? You want a positive? You want a positive? Oh, you want him to take a negative effect? From that? Oh, I'm sorry. It was something positive. So it can't be. You, you get to choose something positive. It can't be a detractor against him. Um. In that case, uh, in that case, I want it to help influence Ava's role for the rabbits just to show them like, like things are going poorly. She's right. We should do what she said and turn against them. Mm -hmm. So Bhakti or not Bhakti. So many, so many targets. Georgie Porgie took is going to take that hit from you um, before he takes that hit. He's going to or the rabbits are going to attack now. Right. Um. The one, the one rabbit that decided to throw a carrot is going to throw the <laughs> carrot, and he's going to roll. Okay, and then, okay, so he throws the carrot, and it just whips by him, Aww. and just hits the wall. He tried his best. Georgie Porgy's like like ducks out of the way from that. Okay, and then and then after that carrot dodges by him, you hit him, you hit him in the in the shoulder, I think he said, or neck. Yeah, I was aiming for the neck Come or his down. head. Mm hmm. Yep, and that'll deal damage to his, well, neck or head, either one. That's gonna, well, if it's a neck, it's gonna affect Grace. If it's the head, it's gonna it's gonna affect. Well, it doesn't really matter too much. That those stats don't come into play with these NPCs. But Georgie Porgie, after that, he's going to attempt to attack you again. And that's gonna be he's gonna attempt to punch you in the gut again because that's he's it's simple, <laughs> it, it's simple but effective. So that's a ten. Go ahead and roll your defense. Ooh, ten. Yeah, this is a this is a system that's like really easy to roll, like really high. Like the higher, the more dice you're almost always going to get a six. Mm -hmm. I got a six, but I I don't add anything to that like, though, right? Um, no, unless you're acting defensively this round, which is pretty much doing nothing, right? Which I don't think you guys want to do. No. So that hits, and it's going to do on effect. He hits you, or he punches in the gut, and after he punches you in the gut, he's going to swing you and throw you over at that rabbit that threw something at him, <laughs> and it's going to knock the rabbit, poor rabbit down, and the rabbit's going not going to be able to act. He would continue helping you guys fight, but now he's incapacitated next round, or next frame. You're still good, even though he threw you, you didn't take damage from that. But you did take damage from the initial punch, so another minus one to your stamina, because it was a gut punch. Right. Yeah, my stamina's at zero. Mm -hmm. And 
Oh, and the other two rabbits are going to attack. One's going to attack. One sees you. Oh, you 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 stole the show with the chair. So they're both going to attack. No, wait. Wait, what is... Um, oh, that's right. Um, oh, yeah, they're not going to attack Penny. They're not going to attack... Yeah, they would, would both attack uh, Thrash Panda. Never mind. Let me see what they get. Oh, that one just, that one just dropped his carrot. <laughs> and that one rolled a four. Go ahead and roll your defense. And remember, you can add Quick Thinker to your defense. Oh, I didn't know I could do that. Yep. Cool. Well, then with Quick Thinker, I got a seven. Yep. You definitely dodge that. And awesome. something bad happens to them. He throws his, he throws his carrot to you. I imagine you parry the carrot and then he like goes and looks for a carrot and is like, ah, I can't find another carrot. I don't know. That's the bad thing that happens to him. All right, that's the end of that frame. And you're on to the last, or well, it might be the last frame. We're on to the next frame, which is the fourth one. And they're not looking too good and you guys are getting your guts punched <laughs> and kind of getting tripped up and paralyzed. But I think you guys are still good. I, think I, guys would, got I, I barely of... gotten hit. I've gotten hit like once. <laughs> I would like to use either fast talk or a quick thinker. You decide which to try to convince Georgie Porgy that we've got your boss. This fight is really the three of us against you because these rabbits are useless. Give up now and you can go away and we'll just take the guy who's responsible for all this. You're just go a bodyguard. I'm not even going. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and roll. Uh, it would be psychology. So I think. Wait, what were the two skills you wanted? The you were trying I, to think. Probably fast talker would be more appropriate than quick. Do thinker. fast talker. Okay. Fast talker, and you can do either in ring psychology or charisma. In ring psychology is a little better. So, a seven. Seven. <laughs> it's so simple. He rolled max, but his max was just a six. You got a seven. Just round the money. He's like, "Yeah, man, you're right." Eh, wait, what? I'm gonna have <laughs> he to just say turns and walks away. He's just like, "It's a living, man. Uh, don't let it get you down." And he just puts. And he just reaches behind the the desk, pulls out like a custodian's cap, puts it on, grabs a broom, and just kind of just starts whistling and walking out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Georgie Porgy has left the fight. <laughs> He's just like, "Ah, oh, yeah, I guess, yeah." Laugh short. <laughs> he just walks out of there. And like, I'll I'll, I'll turn to the um I'll, I'll I'll turn to the other rabbits and um still okay. Uh, Ava's gonna take over again, and <laughs> she's going to be like um all right, eyes glowing red, just like all right. See now, even the bodyguard is smart enough to learn his lesson. Are are you gonna are you gonna keep on attacking us or are you gonna leave? Last chance, last chance, yep, and you after can, that you can target you can target him, but just like before, you only target one. Yep. I mean, I guess I'm looking at one more than the other. Um, mm. It's fast talker, right? Mm -hmm. The one that dropped that's looking for a carrot is the most scared because he's not going to be able to do anything <laughs> this round or uh, this frame. I rolled a five. Uh, um, I, I wouldn't be targeting mm -hmm. that guy. I would be targeting one of the other ones, the one that wanted to fight, like the guy who was like yeah. Scared that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, the one that one was trying, one you were successful on, mm -hmm. went to attack Georgie Porgy, missed, and yeah. then. Um, oh, it was going to continue attacking Georgie Porgy, but now he's left the fight and he's not going to attack. So he's done with the other two. One attacked and I believe hit or no, no, um, no, I believe one of them hit. And then the other one missed 
and then is now frantically looking for a carrot. And he's not going to be able to attack this round. Yeah, so I'll, ta- I'll target the one that is still wants to attack. That's the one that I'm targeting. And okay. yeah, I didn't roll very well. I, I got a five total. Five total? Yep. I rolled you got a five one, total two, two. as well. Oh. So what happens is you succeed, but something negative happens. So <laughs> this, this is going to be cute. This is what happens because he can still attack. You say, like, what do you say again? Um, like, uh, that, well, I, I said it, I'm not going to say it again in her voice, but, um, like, the bodyguard is, is smart enough to, like, um, mm-hmm. leave. You guys have one more chance to walk away, um, this, or else, you, or else you're going to jail. You do affect that, you do affect that rabbit fool. He screams, I'm sorry! <laughs> and he freaks out, and he's going to throw a carrot at you, just out of reaction. <laughs> but he's pretty much okay. done after that. Uh, sure. That's, that's what negatively happens. And w- yeah, they get they they get spooked real quickly, and like just fight or flight kicks in. Nice, perfect. So that's essentially what happened. But it did succeed, but something bad happens. And then next is uh, Maddox. Um, so how many how many combatants are left? Because you said George. It's Porty just left. pretty much. It's essentially just one more rabbit folk, and it's not going to be able to do anything this round. All right. Well, I'm going to. Uh, how exactly mechanically do you use your finisher? Um, your finisher is just like any other move. If it's an attack, it'll do one might. Your finisher, as I described, is just a finisher is just your best move, essentially. And it's the one like people cheer on. I would imagine that if you've got the, the crowd to rile you up and I'd say, oh, yeah, you get extra something with your finisher. So, so it's more of like play. a flavor thing that you add to a normal yeah, it's attack more of a flavor thing. Okay. Yeah, it's more of a flavor thing. Uh, but if you w- I don't want to use it on. But this if you guy. want to, you can finish this off with your finisher. Pretty much, pretty much done with the, pretty much done with the fight. This would end it. Yeah, yeah have we sure. seen your finisher? I, I don't think we've seen her finisher. Sure, I think why we've seen not? The other uh, <laughs> two finishers, but yeah, yeah I want to see it. Do your finisher. Um, yeah, I'm gonna run. Uh, is so? Can we say that there's like a lamp post by this guy? A lamp post. Um, you can say there's just a lamp. Well, yeah, a lamp, lamp post. Something I can grab onto and pivot off of. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to run towards him, grab it, and swing my body around and kick him with both feet in the back to knock him over and do my mm-hmm. signature li- uh, licorice twist. Nice. And I'm going to use technical wrestler for this. Mm-hmm. And I got an eight. That did it. He rolled max, but like I said, they're not, they're not professional wrestlers and you guys are... Not only in the body of a professional wrestler, but also a trained, intuitive adventurer. So, and the positive thing you guys have a lot of skills. I'm going to unleash a blast yes. of gas onto him as I do this. We'll say we'll say this finisher <laughs> with being positive deals an extra damage and might. Well, I'm saying like I want and a skunk this- cloud to like consume this guy after I finish him. <laughs> So, yep, that pretty much ends this encounter. You fin- you detained Bhakti, and Georgie Porgy is just walking away. He doesn't really care. He just he's just there to get paid for a job. And those three Ninja Barrett clan members are are sorry, and they're looking for Arlie. That's the end of it. One second. What do I say now? All right. So, you guys have detained Bhakti. And you've crushed his hands to where he can't teleport away. But um, he is still able, 
One second. As he's being as he's being taken away by the police, you see he's able to activate. Oh, whoever said I was giving mm-hmm. him to the police? I'm taking mm-hmm. him oh, to our cool. guild hall. Oh, you're We're better to equipped go- to hold him than the cops are. We got magic. We got an uh, angry dwarf. Um, We've got a, a demoness <laughs> that can lock him in hell. Yeah. Um. Contention to that. <laughs> okay. The Dengen, the the jail, the jail in Dengen is probably <laughs> where you want to take him because that's where the demoness will take. That's where the devil will take him. <laughs> the devil girl. You know yeah, what? I'm I was, not. I was going to have him escape because I wanted to bring him back, but you know what? You guys are so hard pressed to take him in. I'd say you. Yeah, do. I mean, um, no, a- a- Ava will even even if you put him in the FPK Guild Hall, she'll still get him out of there and put him in the jail. I love how it went from because the last this is like part two of the hair raising wedding because he was going after like a bunch of different like watering supply areas for his own devices. It's like the last one is like no one saw it through. He was like, I got this in the back. The, the next one is just fire breathing kids comes back to just <laughs> get revenge on him. Just he wreck was house. not expecting this at all. <laughs> Neither Absolutely. was I. But you know what? You guys wanted him that bad. I say you did. Bhakti is has been arrested. Hell got yeah. punched. Just completely done in on. He's not going to be heard from ever again. <laughs> and he's going to be screaming in the depths of hell. <laughs> Yep. Yes. <laughs> let me let me improv this a bit. I do have to improv the very ending just a bit. Let me kind of go around. So you actually got the deed back. Oh, let's let me say this. It says here Bhakti was able to get away, but no, he he wasn't able to get away. Um, and you guys were able to retrieve all the documents he had. Um, one of the documents was a one second. Where did where is it? Let's see. You end up getting the document, the deed, and you guys end up meeting Arlie, who is Chico's aunt Arlie. It's his aunt who was trying to get him married to her daughter Coraline. She excitedly hops around and lets you know, you did it, dearies. Oh, oh, Bhakti didn't get away. You got Bhakti and got got the deed for the farm. You really all, you all are superstars. That's right. We mm-hmm. have the deed to the farm. Yeah. As in oh, us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah oh, you uh, are so cruel. <laughs> well, you get nothing for free, darling. Yeah, I, I guess uh, I guess that's right. I'll pay what you want. Yeah. You guys are getting you guys are it's like you you guys didn't just get the best ending. You got <laughs> you um, stole the <laughs> Oh my God! Well, yeah, I think like, uh, so like the best um, you guys created the like like the secret like the secret final best ending. Yeah. So, oh my um, God! Hold on, you I guys gotta... saved the day. You guys got paid. One second, let me see. After celebrating with the Watering Hole and Bear Clan, Watering Hole being all the wrestlers, uh, you know what? Just for laughs, yes, it's <laughs> Happy Feet was part of the conspiracy. He got arrested as well. All the members of the Bear Clan that were a part of the Deep Ooze are reformed, and they're happy, they're celebrating. After celebrating with the Watering Hole and Bear Clan, it's revealed that you were all the fire-breathing kittens all along, because you were disguised, of course. And the guild gains both factions as allies, the Watering Hole and the Bear Clan. So you guys got wrestlers and ninjas on your side as possible (laughs) allies for future adventures. Suavamente takes ownership of the Watering Hole, and awards you the prize money. He gives you double, which is three hundred thousand to each of you. Wait, and total. Ar- and what do you ask Arlie for, as far as yeah, for the farm? Th- that, that's, the that's farm what I wanted was, to. Oh. It wasn't really that expensive. It was like 
30,000. So can, can we extort more from, from them? <laughs> okay, Ignatius would have a problem extorting more, can, but can he we would that, like, sell it back to them. Chariz- go ahead and roll charisma <laughs> plus fast talker. Um, can, can we say that like um, like we're ourselves for this? <laughs> like yeah, um, um, like yeah. Ignatius, Ava, and uh, and Errol? <laughs> you, you can. You can say your transport back now. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's okay if you want to contest it, because I, I rolled low anyways. I, I just rolled a five. <laughs> um, Ava, I, uh, I yeah, actually... Let me, let me roll a contested roll. I actually have quick. a suggestion for this. Perhaps yeah, we so, should... Yeah, so, like, Ignatius, you can, you, can, you can contest it. You can also... Yeah, you, you can argue with her. Would it I, be I charisma, then? <laughs> charisma and fast charisma talker? or in-ring psychology. It could okay, be in-ring psychology. Those. Okay, then... What, would I oh, add any of my bonuses to it? Would it be fast talkers added to it? Right? Um, yeah, you can add fast. Mm-hmm. Okay, then I oh, got yeah. an eight. Yeah, he rolled higher than than I did, so we, yeah, we can. So. Yeah, we, we can get however much twenty you wanted. You are so cruel. <laughs> I mean, for what she they raises s- it by, she raises it up to sixty thousand. You can try to raise it again. No, no, no. I'm trying to give it to her for what she sold it for. Yeah, which was, which you said thirty thousand is like whatever yeah. she sold it to uh, the other guy for. I'm trying to give her her deed back for the money that she received oh, from him okay. in the first place. Yep. I thought you were trying to extort more money. No, I, that's I, what I she wanted to yep. do. And I was like, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Wait, what did she roll? I, I rolled a five. Oh, you actually, it's like, honey, the farm is not that much. And we did not have a lot of money. I can't ask. I can't go any higher. She starts tearing up. Yeah, that's you, what Ignatius. so bad. Well, Ignatius... Because his father got six. so screwed out of, uh, you know, with I contracts was about to and say, things. My God, you guys no, were gonna. <laughs> that's he'll for what you received, whatever bigs or whatever uh, the guy paid you. You give us, and I'll give you the deed back, so that we just, you know, you break even and you get your money back, or you get your land back, and I just get you the money. You are so wonderful, Firebreed the Kins. I was wrong about you. Please take care of my my knuckle-headed nephew chico and errol i know you i know your your friend um kayla Mon manipulated my daughter and they're looking for and they're looking for her, her true love but i forgive you and him i know she'll find her true love and that's pretty much at because i'm pretty sure you guys you guys said you transformed back yeah and explained who you are and everything oh that's fine so all is for all huh nothing go ahead uh, I'm I'm saying all is forgiven to this point. Uh, between between her and I, any bad any bad blood between you and her is no longer there. Well, I I'm fine with the outcome. I think you could learn a lot from your knuckleheaded nephew. Oh man! So wow, you guys got the best 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 ending. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So yep. And with that, um, joining us this episode were Ava. A.K.A. Penny, <laughs> A.K.A. A.K.A. Quill, <laughs> A.K.A. Bamboozling Bird. <laughs> um, well, now this this is why you join the fire breathing kittens and not that deep booze or whatever kind of um, guild it is, fake guild. Yeah, fire breathing kittens are the best guild. Mm-hmm. Um, Ignatius. Well, I certainly think our friend is going to have a hard time grasping the situation he's in, <laughs> but we did a good uh, job breaking his yeah. hands. And Errol. Um, Ignatius, how hard would it be to develop a spraying device in a box that I can put some of the skunk spray that I collected in and market care of Georgie Porgy? 
I think we can figure something out. Perhaps we'll put some glitter inside of it as well. That sounds like the perfect plan. That's the kind of stuff we do in hell, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And before we actually sign off, we have a little bit of a bonus since we ended early because the FBK came to the rescue and just expedited their their rescue of everything and got the best ending. We've actually got some time to like go over some of the things they didn't do because there was a whole plot with going and wrestling Suavemente, dealing with their rivalry, uh, dealing with... Uh, uh, Talking to Arlie. I mean, what do you guys want to talk about? Do you guys want to know more about the wrestlers? Do you guys want to know, know about, about Arlie, how about I know. Bhakti? About just the other wrestlers in general, or like the dy- like the dynamic between like the Suavemente and his and the prodigies and all the things behind the scenes? Because you guys completely skipped it all. Nothing wrong with that. I was prepared for it, but man, you guys were zing. So I want to know about Happy Feet. How is he? involved in all this because i am still totally lost with that happy feet is okay so suavemente and happy feet are rivals suavemente is the heel happy feet is the face but the and you know it's a heavyweight and a cruiserweight the roadrunner is like a little tiny bird actually i thought it was like bigger but no it's not mm-hmm. so you got this heavyweight emu and this and this little tiny guy he's like the little guy he's the, the runner-up the guy that's going after and that's that's pretty much the dot like the the show what what the rivalry is you got the good and the bad guy but happy feet is actually just all about honor all about himself and he's constantly done stuff like like actually hurting suavemente trying to weaken him so he loses mm. and he's target he targeted he's injured his left knee you would you would learn that he has a weakness on his left knee and he takes double damage when he targeted his left knee if he went to the infirmary and studied like what his injuries so what what he was trying to do is he was fired for assaulting Suavemente way back with the other manager. And now Bhakti has taken over and he's done all the research like, oh, I can get this guy in to get rid of the Suavemente guy because he's a threat to my job and a threat to like my plans. I'm going to get rid of him and I'll bring Happy Feet and he'll take charge and he'll kind of keep everyone in line, all the wrestlers. So that's what Happy Feet was there for. He was He was sent... You guys were essentially doing a job for Bhakti. He was using fire-breathing kittens because you guys were so naive and gullible. I'll go over the speech later. I'll go over that speech next. You were so naive and gullible and just greedy and wanted money all the time. So he was like, yeah, I'll just, you know what? I feel so confident. I'll hire fire-breathing kittens to come in and do the dirty work for me and send them, and it's like send them away with their money and be like, yeah, I'm building my power. With that, let me, so you know know about Happy Feet. Let me do that speech with them real quick. One second, where is that speech? Because this would be during like a bad ending or like if you're, oh, if there's a vent system you guys could listen in on. We'll do that next. So if you guys were listening in on their conversation in the manager's office, Bhakti would say that, Bhakti would start off, those greedy, naive, fire-breathing kittens have no idea what hand they're playing into. Agreed. As soon as they heard about how much money was involved, they did not hesitate. Once they take to the ring and fight Suavemente, they should take him out for good. Agreed. And my honor and job will be restored. I owe you so much. Think nothing of it, friend. You and I are going to make great partners going forward. There's a knock at the door. You may enter. The door opens. Mr. Cuz, I mean Bhakti, the prodigies were reported to have escaped. Fear not, Barrett. 
Those prodigies are merely hired actors, but thank you for the report. Please return to your post and keep an eye on the storage room. Yes, yes sir. And then door shuts. Ah, yes. The position of power is exhilarating. I'm pulling all the strings. I command a personal army, and I control another massive water reserve. <laughs> so you'd hear that if that were the bad ending, or if you were listening in on this conversation through the vents. Here's a fun. Here's a fun conversation if you were listening through the vents in the bathrooms, specifically the women's room. And then my cousin declared he wasn't going to marry my sister. That's uh, really interesting. And then a fortune teller stood up and said she's supposed to marry someone else. Could you please stop talking? I'm trying to use the restroom. And that's why I joined the guild, because I wanted to be just like my cousin, Chico. So that's a, <laughs> a conversation you could listen in on if you were listening in, in on the bathroom. Uh, any other rooms you want to listen in on? <laughs> you could think of? Or is that enough? Oh, oh, this is Arlie. If you were, if you went to the if you went to the vents and listened in on Arlie, you would have listened in on this conversation. Oh my stars! The world has been so cruel to me and my family. First, my pitiful excuse for a nephew refused to marry my daughter, and now she's being manipulated into running away. And to make matters worse, that villain Bakti bought the farm and split my family apart. If only there was someone who would hear my plight and help a poor, poor, defenseless woman. And then you'd hear like a little, little, little Barrett, little Chico go like, That sounds really convincing, Mama. I'm sure anyone would be willing to help you. Thank you. Now please go back to work and keep an eye out for anyone that could help. So like if you guys were nice to like all the little rabbits around and like just being nice and asking questions, not really interrogating them by force and just... Like specifically the ones that didn't have tattoos, you would get clues as to like, like, like what's happening, and then Arlie would actually send one of them to summon you to the kitchen, and she'd like ask you guys to to help her out. And one of the things she'd have you do is she'd set up a plan. Let me go over a plan real quick. Where is it? Um, oh yeah, I gotta go to the kitchen here. So her plan is okay. Here's the plan. First. Sign a contact track with Bhakti to fight Suavemente. Bhakti will send Hackbeefeet into the ring to cripple Suavemente during your match. Before that happens, I want you three to turn on Happy Feet. Suavemente should begin to assault Happy Feet. Then I'll send my family out there to break up the fight. Once my family detains Suavemente and Happy Feet is rushed to the infirmary, the police will be called to investigate. After speaking with the two of them, they'll want to investigate Bhakti who has a ton of damning conspiratorial evidence relating to the WWA and my farm. He'll either be arrested or run away for good. Piece of cake. That was her plan. So she was going to have you go up, fight Suavemente, and stage it to where Suavemente beats the crap out of Happy Feet, and then she sends her kids in to detain him, and that's how you guys would have won. But Bhakti would have gotten away still, hmm. unfortunately. But yeah, you guys just made sure that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> yeah oh uh gm I, I got a question for you so like mm -hmm. the rabbits being switched out with the straw dolls where so like how was that working is it like they were being where were the actual ones going oh are you talking about the 
teleportation stuff that they were the yeah, teleportation like, where were they if, going if you've watched naruto you see them use like their substitutions where they just like disappear and they turn to a log it's like that but instead of a log it's like a straw it's like a bag of straw i see but then where were they going when they were like just teleporting? Te- running away to where <laughs> they were just cowards they were oh, just like most anywhere? of them were running away if some and in some cases they would have run and alerted bhakti Ah. But if you guys were just beating them up, they would have run back to their mama, is what would have happened. <laughs> I see. <laughs> In fact, that's where they're usually going, because there's an event if you beat one up, and he went to the infirmary, and, like, got healed up. It was like, yeah, I got healed up. And he got to exit. Arlie would be at the gate. She, it, her, she'd have one of her babies. She said, that's them, mama. That's the ones that beat me up. And then you have to fight her and her little baby, but it wouldn't be that bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's a lot planned with that. But... Oh, do you guys want to know about? Oh, do you guys want to do some smack talk with Suavemente, or because there was a there was an event where you guys could smack talk Suavemente and learn and learn more about ways and learn more about the relationship between him and his kids or the prodigies. I don't know if you want to hear that or not. I could role play him talking. One second, where is it? I mean, if you want to, I'm cool with it. If not, I'm also cool with ending a couple minutes early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Th- that's. I'll, I'll say a couple lines from Suavemente because I didn't really get to role play or voice him that much. But yeah, after that, we'll pretty much end it for the listeners. Because yeah, there was a lot. And everyone can look through what, what I wrote down here. But yeah, here's here's what he would say. Uh, I think it's Suavemente says. At Maddox, he would say, Get out of my sight, you stinky skunk. You just a wannabe happy feet. And then at Thrash Pan, he would say, You throw a trash can at me, Thrasher. I'll trash you. And then the bamboozling bird, go on back home to mommy. I'm not singing you a lullaby. <laughs> those are great. Oh my God. Yeah. But that would be it. like, he, you got, if you guys went through the front door, you guys would be at the lobby. They'd be doing an interview and you guys would walk in and then like the press would surround you and he'd be held back by, by, um, Georgie Porgy. He'd be like pointing you like, like saying that stuff. And you guys would have, get to make some checks. So like, depending on the checks with Maddox. Um, he expects you to retort with a stink joke. Calling you a wannabe happy feet stings because happy feet was your mentor. And if you were to get a little bit more, you'd realize that you read Suavemente's expression and realize you both hate happy feet. <laughs> so, so you're getting, so you're making psychology checks to read like the room and read like how he, the insult and everything. It kind of gleans some, some details to help you out with the mystery. And then a thrash panda, you're supposed to, <laughs> the, the minimum with the, with the difficulty level three, all you got to do is roll D, uh, three within ring psychology. You're supposed to throw a trash can at him right now. <laughs> like it, you just immediately throw a trash can <laughs> and you'd be like, I'm going to kill you. I'm gonna, and then the party guard holding back and everyone would be like, oh my God. Everyone would be freaking out. And then you, um, you're also the first one he attacks in the ring. That'd be a clue. Like if you were to fight him, you'd know that the, that, he, he can only attack one person at a time. That would be a clue. Like, he's going to attack you first. So you can, everyone can kind of plan around that. Mm-hmm. And then he genuinely enjoys wrestling with you and is taking you under his wing. And then for a bamboozling bird, he expects you to squawk back at him with a yo mama joke. <laughs> you have a strong emotional <laughs> attachment with your mother. And he will absolutely sing you a lullaby when you <laughs> went away from the public eye. Oh, my God. <laughs> and in everyone, the max for everyone is he carries himself like a father figure. You're his kids. You're family. So that would be the clue. It's like, you got, you, he's not a bad guy. 
he's not someone you want to like actually hurt. So yeah, it, it was fun. It was fun practicing my voice acting for them, <laughs> especially Arlie. Yeah. It's like Doritos for the soul. Yeah. Once you start voice acting her, it's hard. You can't stop. You got to keep doing it. <laughs> also, Suavamenti was a fun one to learn. Uh, doing an Australian accent, I looked up online how to do it, like the inflections and like the mannerisms. So it was really fun hearing myself doing it. So when you were doing a Mac I'm like, and you said, I'm going to do a voice. I'm like, please be Australian so you can, we can have two Australian wrestlers from Australia. And even a Mac P. It's fine. That works too. Australian's like a offshoot of, <laughs> Australian's like an offshoot of British anyway. So that works. But yeah, there was so much, there was so much fun stuff. But this, this was a fun game. I don't know about you guys, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, thank you everyone for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed. I hope you enjoyed the little bits of role play and the bits, the little details you heard at the end. I know it's, it was usually a shorter one. That's why I wanted to add a little bit of that because there was a lot that they skipped over. But that's how Firebreed the Kittens handles things. They just, they go in to get, they take care of business. Yep, so, show us the money. That, um, that, that's, all, that's all, folks. Uh, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Toodaloo. Bye. Have you heard of solutions from the multiverse? This podcast features new, unheard-of solutions to the world's biggest problems delivered to your ears weekly. Also, jokes. Hosts Adam Bross and Scott Maupin meet up each week. Adam brings a new idea to help the world, and Scott picks and prods at it with jokes and questions. The result is an informative and entertaining podcast that always gets you thinking. Here are some recent episode titles. Weapons of Minimal Destruction. Falling Sperm Counts and Memory Foam. National Service Year. And Bringing Banishment Back. The most recent review says, quote, Love the playful approach to discussing solutions interspersed with just the nerdiest references and jokes. Delightful. End quote. Check out Solutions from the Multiverse a podcast.